the ones and twos through a window in a well-lit room become a recluse and I blame myself cause I make things hard and you're just trying to help and when I wake up you're the first to call this is one more late night basement song and I'm so sore my voice is gone to hell this is one more sleepless night because we
What's up, everybody? It's Friday night, and you know what that means. It's time for an all-new Socially Awkward Studios. We got your dude, Steve-O. And me, I'm your boy, Froyo. It's Friday night. The drinks are tight. Let's have some fun. Good evening, everybody. I'm Steve-O, and Matthew isn't here yet, so he'll be coming in shortly. I'm not even going to bury the lead on that one, but we do have a returning guest on the show. You've heard him before. You know his name, uh, but I'm still going to say it anyways, and uh, you've been busy. Uh, uh, of course, who I'm talking about is uh, Josh uh, Silverman uh, from a Constantly Calibrating. Um, how are you? You say, of course, like they actually really remember. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. I, I'm always trying to figure things out. Like when we get certain numbers for certain shows, I'm always looking at them and I go like, well, who's listening to them? Because obviously we don't have you know people chiming into the chat room and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I know when we do have certain guests on and I always keep – that's why I've been, I've been titling episodes now. <laughs> uh, so it's easier. I can remember the name of the episode and be like, oh, I think it's this. Go look for this one. Um so it's just easier to find, but then like then you can go back and go, oh, so and so was on the show. Mm -hmm. This is where we got that boost from, and some of that. So I mean, I'm still baffled by uh, we have at least uh, 200 people listening to the uh, the podcast. Life is shit <laughs> on the network, and we're just because like me and my buddy, I honestly I can't make heads or tails of that podcast. But I'm just like 200 people come back every week for this. So God bless them. <laughs> People have some weird tastes. You never really know what you're going to get in this realm. Like, you launch shows, you do different stuff, and then you end up with these shows, and you're like, why does this get numbers? But this, Like, why did this, in some cases, underproduce, underthought-out, ridiculous <laughs> thing that I sometimes confuse why I'm recording it or streaming it or whatever get views? Meanwhile, this, well, you know, articulated, you know, curated program – I can't even get my significant other to watch. Yeah, it's like you sit there and you're like, okay, I'm gonna, I got editing, I got like, I'm, I'm making a soundboard, I'm got like, you mm -hmm. know, like I'm doing a radio production kind of like, you know, old timey radio, and you're like, okay, 
four listens. Cool. All right. <laughs> and then, oh, the thing that I was like, oh, Steve got really drunk one night and recorded a podcast, and you can barely understand it. It's just, <laughs> and he starts quoting just things from, they're not just from the same cartoon show he was watching. It's a bunch of different cartoon shows that he's just, he's making his own episode up, basically. And it gets like, you know, a million views. I mean, I'm over exaggerating, but yeah, it's like a million views. And it's all like, really? Where can I find a link to this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish there was that. Well, what happened? What was it? I think it was B Horrorcast. I curated a brand new podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done it yet because I don't think it's going to happen. But I call it's called Wine Not. So okay. You, so you start off with wine, like mm-hmm. you have a bottle of wine, a nice bottle of wine. You have a couple of people, and you start you talk about the wine, you know, start having, but then you keep keep drinking, and then you just see what happens. Almost like a drunk history, but you're not really talking about history. You're just like it starts off talking about a very good bottle of wine, where it came from, like oh, this year is a good year, like oh, and the palate and stuff, and then like a couple more bottles in, you're just like, and that's when my granddad decided to whip out his dong and at my grandmother's funeral, and it's like, <laughs> wait, what? like what the hell just happened so um just a little distortion there um oh there we go this always this has been this is a new thing that's happening i've been trying to figure it out like when we have like two people on the board works fine but as soon as you start adding people so but this is the weird part i know i'm pulling back the curtain on this episode kids uh this is the weird part so if we had another guest here your mic would not be doing what it's doing. It'd okay. be that next mic. So whatever like mic is like the next one in line. That's uh, maybe I should just plug in like a dummy mic. A dummy mic. Yeah. See, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just this weird like. All right, hold on. Let's see. Okay, I was about to say if it worst case scenario, I can always just swing Matthew's mic over to yeah. you, and we'll. Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe I can do this. Hold on. We're gonna do a quick, quick switcheroo, kids. All right, let's see. Oh, that one's a little. Hello, hello. Let's see. Hello. No, that one seems to be not in good spirits either. Weird. All right, kids. We don't know what's going on. Hold on. Hello. Huh. I'll try that. All right. So, so uh, fun note: I'm being yelled at by uh, Sarah from uh, Geeks Who Eat. Oh. Because I forgot to mention that I was coming on your show. Because I'm, we, me and her keep, you know, and her group keep missing each other. I was supposed to crash one of their last appearances on your show. Oh shit! Oh, you guys could totally do that. Just, just, I don't know. We need to come up with a code word because I'm gonna forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so I know not to lock the door. So when someone comes crashing in, then I can be like, oh, and they'll be like, that's why I set up eight bikes or, <laughs> you know, something weird. Maybe, um, uh, maybe, maybe a little too specific on the little, nose. But. Yeah. <laughs> but something like that. Yeah. No, that's, that's funny. Yeah. We had them on back to back. In fact, actually, I, I got, I do have to give them a shout out because uh, Matthew one passes to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got to see that. Have you seen that yet? Not a horror person. Oh, no. okay. Would you ever consider seeing it? probably not okay like so th- so i don't care personally about any information on like spoilers or anything like that yeah no uh not super not, yeah not super into it oh no that's completely <laughs> fine um because what ended up happening on the on the horror podcast ended up watching the original one mm-hmm. and it does not hold up it is very dated very brightly colored so i'm always sitting here going like why are these kids scared to fucking death the room is lit better than my apartment like like <laughs> i don't know what the fucking problem is like um, 
but this one they did i think they did a phenomenal job with it so um, that's what i'm hearing right now like it, i the concept of it and everything i've seen and heard does make me interested maybe a halloween next year you know you sit around like the wife and a few friends and just turn it on and, and just have it on in the background kind of thing like half watch it and things like that like th- that i could see doing it i've just never been much into the horror stuff oh. aside from Aside from slasher flicks, Love, Scream, Love, I Know You Did Last Summer. That's actually, yeah, that's a good one. But those are also, you know, not really scary. So actually, I want to present you an idea then. Sure. Speaking of slasher uh, flicks, going to seeing it again. So they had had a couple of trailers. Of course, they had like, you know, the horror movie trailers. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember what one of them was. It was supposed to be a big, oh, that was it, Saw, the Jigsaw one. Okay. Which I'm like, the first one was good. I think I might do a rewatch just to, because I only saw up to like three. Um, so there was that one, but there was this one, I think it's called happy death day. I don't know of that. I think it's like, it's, it's, it's weird. It, it's a, it's a used concept, but a different, like a different take on it. So basically this girl wakes up, she's in a college dorm and this guy's like bedroom or whatnot. She's basically walking out all these kind of things, but then it's, she finds out it's her birthday. You know, you find out it's her birthday that day and everything that she's got to go to a party. But then what happens is she gets murdered, but then groundhog's day effect she wakes up again of course so she has an entire day to try to figure out her murder and i'm sitting there going like like i'm like i know the concept's been used before but i kind of like this take because it's back to like a slasher film where it's a guy in a mask and he's but he seems to know exactly where she's going to kill her so she starts figuring out i was like okay well the person knows it's my birthday today the person knows like you know kind of pieces so i was like okay that's kind of cool and kind of reminds me there was a video game a while back um where like i think you got murder and you have to like solve your own like murder case. murdered soul suspect yeah so um but i was like oh okay that's kind of cool that's kind of interesting and it's kind of back to like the old like slasher flicks but with like a twist like a new twist on it and i no, was like okay that's kind of interesting that see that kind of stuff like really interesting takes on the genre and really interesting like horror things those are the kind of stuff that interests me i mean i've always since i was a little kid always been into those cause and effect kind of uh uh, things referencing Star Trek Next Generation for those who are oh, not aware. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I've always been into movies or TV shows that do the Groundhog's Day kind of thing. So uh, a slasher flick, it's like, okay, I, yeah, I, I can see watching that. It looked that. pretty interesting. I'd say when you get a chance, go ahead and check out the uh, – I'm sure the trailer's out by now, but I, that was the first, I was like, oh, this is kind of a new take. Um, so I was like, oh, okay. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, when Matthew comes in, if we'll talk a little bit more about it or whatnot. Uh, I know we're going to do an episode on the horror cast just all about it, but I got to stop doing this for myself and blowing my own ego and my own network and everything like that. So you actually, you g- went out. You just said you did a two back-to-back thing, and this actually works for me because I haven't done an Arcade Bros in a long time, and I and I've been trying to get that to come back and everything that so i've been a little bit out of the gaming loop i keep seeing things that post up and stuff like that so tell us where you've been what you've been up to and plug away uh it's been a few months since i was last on the show lots been going on um i mean since the last time i was on i went to rtx rooster teeth expo back in austin that was in july oh shit yeah uh just prior prior to that just after i forget when i launched a new weekly show called the mental health breakdown um, it's a, every Friday, 5 p.m. Pacific, uh, twitch.tv slash constant calibrating, hopefully concalpod soon, but I'm having a lot of difficulty changing our name over. Oh. Um, it, Twitch has policies that we were, it's a long story, but, uh. Oh, okay, for, on Twitch. No, I do agree with you with that, because I was trying to do that with Arcade Bros, and I ended up having to create, so I have a Steve Mooney one. 
that I haven't used, and then like an Arcade Bros ones that again obviously haven't used. But so well, <laughs> what, what, just the the shortest version I could do of this is a while back, Justin, who's my creative director, I guess got drunk or something, and say and, and grabbed the name Concalpod because he was determined we would at some point need to shorten the name because constantly calibrating is a mouthful or mm. or, or well, a fingerful when you're trying to type stuff yeah, out really yeah. quickly. So, um, I was stubborn, ignored him, blah blah blah. Finally, prior to uh, RTX, uh, back in like February, I started researching. Oh, uh, the way I read it was, um, if something is, we, I didn't know he owned this. Okay. Uh, I just knew it was taken by somebody. I'm like, oh, so if it's inactive for six months, you, it gets deleted and then it goes into the pool. So finally, we figured out Justin owned it uh, in June. He deleted it. I went the next day to switch over to it. That, nope, I misread the rules. The rules of Twitch are not that it gets deleted after six months of inactivity. After an account is deleted, it goes into a pool for six months. Oh. Where you then have to wait. So I have been trying to contact every person possible at Twitch because the problem is I didn't find that out until after I started handing out promo cards with twitch.tv slash concalpod. Oh. And now it's like I not super worried about people not finding us that doesn't bother me as much because there's a it's not just twitch on there there's all of other places yeah this doesn't work okay maybe it was a misprint here let me try this other place i figure out i figure two out of five people can figure that out and it'll be fine Mm -hmm. the problem is there's assholes out there who may now be like now also trying to just for whatever reason troll and sit on that name oh yeah no trying to grab it so yeah trying to figure it out right now so um in any case, uh, yeah. So did did the whole RTX thing? Did uh, so launch the mental health breakdown, which is uh, I got really sick and tired of. Uh, I got into an argument, not an argument. I got chastised by my in-laws over something really stupid uh, about happiness, and I lost my shit about it. Uh, it essentially, I got a, I got a part-time job working uh, doing marketing and web development. Okay. Uh, back in late April, and after the first week or two, went out to dinner with with them. And I made this throwaway comment about how like, oh, I just feel really happy and fulfilled for, like the first time ever. And they were just like, oh, you weren't happy when you married our daughter? Yeah. When your son was born? And it's like, motherfuckers, that's not how happiness works. Yeah. Happiness is not a clear coat thing for one event. And yes, to be clear, just in, 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 in open and honesty, I was very happy the day I got married. Mm-hmm. I was very happy the day my son was born. I was not very happy the day after either event because with the wedding, I um have a problem with party environments where when the party ends all of my emotions i bottom out really hard okay it's why i've never really enjoyed my birthdays because i could have a really good birthday party but the moment it ends like that endorphin rush drops off and i get really depressed i've actually been better as as i've gotten older with my kid for i don't remember i ever discussed some podcast my kid has health issues so he was gonna be born this she's like my wonderful son i love him so much oh he has to go into surgery tomorrow he never ended up having the surgery but 12 hours after he was born i was preparing for yeah that. you're preparing for that so. so it's like no so that happiness is, is washed away i'm still i'm still joyful i'm still all these things but so the job was like okay i'm actually really starting to embrace my career and i'm starting to bring home money mm-hmm. and i made that comment and they went off on me like really childishly so when i got home my wife's like do you need a vent and i'm like i'm not gonna really name them because i'm not even upset with them mm-hmm. but i i know i'm gonna go on twitch and i'm gonna use their irl feature and i'm just gonna bitch mm-hmm. and during that show i came up with the name mental health breakdown and i've now just been doing that it's now like i'm trying to figure out the formatting but super into this show just bring people on to just be open and honest about stuff we did a, we did an episode uh 
My one of my favorite ones we did a few weeks ago was on uh, what was it on? It was on um, body image issues. Okay. So we had Ryan, one of my producers. He was on the show. Uh, big guy. He was mm. talking about his weight issues, but the counterpoint is I'm a very scrawny guy. So I was talking. He was talking about you know fat shaming and stuff like that. Well, I was pointing at the opposite side that a lot of people don't think about skinny shaming. And yeah. Like that. I'm a scrawny guy who, due to health issues, I can't put on weight. Mm. I I and I'm hungry all the fucking time so it's like everyone's just like oh you just you, it will make jokes like oh you have an eating disorder or something it's like it's like technically yeah yeah well, a little bit i do thanks for thanks for pointing it out <laughs> yeah thanks, thanks for, for yeah thing. thank you for calling the kettle black you yeah know, it's like, like yeah it's like yeah that i do um this is yeah so it we just did we did a, an interesting episode on that and then uh it's kind of turning into one of my uh favorite things we produce because the way i look at that kind of show is it doesn't matter if we have one person watching or a thousand people watching okay because if one person realizes they're not alone and can start breaking down that stigma then a difference has been made no that that is a that is a great idea and i like that idea for showing a fact um if you if you want somebody on for it i can definitely talk about uh the the thing i have <laughs> uh that will probably fit directly right into that and a lot of stuff that people don't know about it um because that's always fun uh i won't i won't say it on air because people don't people will be like we don't need to know about your depression stuff steve <laughs> um so i mean i read a year for that that <laughs> a while back um but i like that i like that idea that i think that's really good because that is true because it's, it's almost like what i think those things are kind of like and i could be completely wrong and feel free to jump in and be like steve you're completely wrong um the fact is, it's like it's kind of like a it's like a form. Mm -hmm. You you find a form. You're like, uh, and I'm gonna just break it very easy. Oh, these are people who are into uh, Mario games. Yep. They love Mario games. I jump in. You find out you're not alone. You can can interact with these people and stuff like that. And that's kind of like the thing because a lot of people feel like, why do I feel this way? And none of my friends feel this way. There's something. You immediately think there's something wrong with me. And you go, no, your friends might not have that. But other people do, and those are the people that are going to be like, oh, I can totally – I know exactly what this person's going through. Um, no, that's that's dead on. So essentially I grew up fortunate enough, even though I had some weird parental stuff. I grew up in a situation that I knew mental health was a problem. Everyone in my dad's entire side of the family uh, was very open and honest about their mental health issues and therapy, all those things. My mom's side of the family – well, however, uh, my mom was open about it, but everyone else in her family was very quiet about yeah. it, and it was something you didn't talk about. So I got to see like both sides of the equation, which led to me being a very open and honest to the point that I sometimes, a lot of times, scared the shit out of people, and they, I didn't make friends easily because I just, I just said what I was thinking. Yeah. I feel depressed, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm feeling sad. I'm like, no, no, I'm feeling depressed. I thought about killing myself. Yeah. And I just like would make that kind of comment, and they'd be like, and they'd walk Wait, away, what? kind of thing. So it, it was just always one of those. Uh, things that I, when i saw my in-laws mm -hmm. response i was just like I, I get i can't even be fucking mad at them because th they don't know any better they may suffer their own depression issues and their own mental health issues but you know the, they're the good catholic the good christian you know each side thing they don't they don't really look at these kind of things they were yeah. raised in a completely different era so it's like fuck i there's other people out there who are just gonna be so confused by what to me is a fundamental truth about emotions and stuff so um this is kind of been my, my my passion project show. So yeah, I uh, like it though. I went to well, I went to a couple of conventions, but when I was just at the the latest one, PAX West, this past weekend, I was just talking about it. Like I was drinking with people at bars and just like shoot you know shooting the shit about it. Because the fun thing about this show is I love doing it. It's my favorite project we do. Um, 
Monday through Friday, I'll just be like super into it. I can't wait to do a mental health breakdown. I can't wait to do it. Then Friday at 4 p.m. will come around. And it's like, I don't want to do the show. I'm scared. I don't want to go out publicly. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. And I almost like I'm in tears, upset, yeah. freaked out about talking about this stuff uh, to the point that I have canceled a couple of shows. Like I've just oh, been wow. like, I, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, and it's almost, it's always when I don't have a guest that that's what happens. Um, if I have a guest, I'll always like, you usually are, like I'll pull myself together. You better wear and stuff but if it's like that. if it's just me, I'm like I don't know if I can yeah. if I can ramble because you know if if I want to ramble about this because I don't know how entertaining that's gonna be because it's it's still about entertainment. That's the thing. Yes, like you want to be informative, but it's also like I I completely understand because I've done some solo episodes of like of Godzilla the mm-hmm. podcast that was short lived. If it, it it will come back for like a yearly episode of like oh there's a new Godzilla movie kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, doing it by yourself because you don't have anybody to interact with. Uh, you could read that other person. That person can even throw out something like, oh, exactly, yes, you know, uh, kind of stuff. So I can understand that because then it's also because are you doing like a video as well? Yep. So, so it's, it's Twitch, you know. So. Yeah, so that's like I barely do that kind of stuff, video thing. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm always like I'll just talk to you on chat or whatnot, you know. Um, I mean I've been trying to figure out how we can bring video into shows. And so I know I point at like the thing like Josh can see what I'm doing. Everyone else is like, what? I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, it's interesting. Interesting what you're pointing. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can see. I mean, I'm not going to describe it because you can see it. Oh now. yes. <laughs> Become like rich snobs for whatever weird reason. I but don't know. Um, yeah. So I, I totally get that. But that's that's crazy though. Like it's like I like how it's a passion project, but it's also like a uh, it's like a fear. It's a fear thing. So um, for whatever reason, when I was like hanging around Pax West this weekend, I was just like throwing out comments about it and people would zero in on it like people mm-hmm. in the game industry i'm like oh i want to be on that and i'm like finally got to the point that i realized i had like 12 to 15 people who wanted to be on episodes and like they're like i really i've been looking for a forum to talk about stuff um and and i'm like well look i'm just i'm still figuring out the format like i'm like yeah. trying to talk, psych myself out of this so i'm like i'm still figuring out the formatting and like we're not getting like i don't care they're like i don't care and then they have the same mentality i have if one person sees it and it helps them, then fuck, who, who yeah, cares? Yeah, who cares? So it's like, and suddenly I'm standing there like in this bar after talking to like the dozenth person. I'm like, okay, I gotta keep doing yeah, this. Yeah, you show. gotta do this. No, no, this you show has to. This. this, this is this is the proof. This has to happen. So yeah, I did a show uh, literally right before I came over here on uh, codependency issues, which okay. was was decent. I talked to a friend of mine uh, who, who runs a show called Casting for Two, and he uh, he and I had a great chat and. It, you know, you're talking about having another person there. He is a very talkative person, but he ended up just kind of like deferring to me a lot. Oh, okay. On on the conversation thing, it's like even though I was talking the whole time, still having like a person whose eyes you could check in on and someone who you can still like make a reference to is like, wow, this is so yeah, much. It's so much. Better, I don't. Yeah. I don't care if you talk. Like, just be here. Because <laughs> that's even with us when we would do arcade bros. It's like Raven would be in California, but we just jump on like the Google mm-hmm. uh, Hangout, and you can literally just look at the screen and be like, oh, okay, and stuff like that. I mean, it is kind of hard when like everyone's like, oh, I got something to say, and you're like trying to read people. Uh, unlike in a room, but it is kind of nice to have that kind of person and stuff like that. But without further ado, we do have a great special guest on tonight. <laughs> this is a treat for you kids. Uh, Mac Daddy of all time, the Secretary of Funk. Yo. How you doing, Matthew? Sorry, I'm tardy. Sorry, I'm late. It's all right. I pulled back the curtain very early on the show. So it's like, Matthew, will be here. Don't worry. And I am here. So how are you? Friday night, drinks are tight. Let's have some fun. They are. Um, I'm good, man. It's been a it's been a week. Yeah, it's a busy week. I uh, every single time, every time it's a short week, 
it's always the most jam-packed week. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, <laughs> especially with my workload of uh, three fucking hurricanes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ivy fun. and Irma, and then the other one. The oh, hurricane. <laughs> oh shit! Wait, I think we just. Hi, heard. man. Hey. Hi, buddy. Yeah, pleasure. How are you? Pleasure. Hey, man. Hey, yeah. hey how's nice it going? Nice to meet you. Everything that. Um, um, yeah. Well, standard. Everybody probably had one less day this week. Yes. I had two less days this week. Uh, yeah. Same with Patrick at that time. Yeah. So my week was like condensed. Yeah, very condensed. But we're here. But we're, we're here. doing. Uh, we're doing good stuff. So, uh, yeah, I walked in on you walked the in, yeah. conversation. So, um, I. I understand, like when you do like a solo show, because oh, when I was right. doing when I was doing the Fro show, like consistently, um, I had this vision of what I wanted to do, and I had a few people on, um, but for the most part, it was just just me yeah. doing this little thing that I did, and I would just talk random bullshit. And there was a couple episodes where like I like I peeled back the curtain a little bit and I exposed myself, but like it's scary to do that. Mm-hmm. It's scary to like open yourself to Whoever's this void there. yeah you don't know what the fuck's happening you don't know where it's going like it's just this void um and i don't know I, when i walked in you guys were kind of talking in the realm of that so it made me it triggered me to think that that thought That's so i just tot- wanted to bring that up yeah i totally forgot about that yeah yeah speaking of a, your solo show the the fro show and everything like that but yeah yours i did like those ones because they were you know what those episodes felt like though like when it was just you and the music of it it's literally was just like we're, i invited matthew into my home and Matthew's gonna play some tracks for me, chit chat with me, and then he's gonna be on his merry way. Like it's like it was a very intimate. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Boom, boom. Check this out. Boom, there. It's good. Blah, blah, blah. Check him out. This thing. I'm out. No, it was more. It was you were more suave than that. I don't know. It was pretty suave. I actually liked it. You like that? <laughs> I did a little something for you downstairs. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean. Yeah, you guys yeah. know what I mean. It's like uh, it's. It, I totally, totally. It's know a weird mean. feeling, mm-hmm. like, and it's like, Josh, you, you were saying like. You get like the anxiety and things going into the show. Like you're basically like sabotaging yourself not to do it. Yeah. Just because of all that stuff. And I get that. And it's like really hard to break that cycle. It's really hard to like flip the script. But when you do do it, like it's rewarding. You know what I mean? It can be totally. Um, I just, I don't know. It's like the fact of taking risks. No, but I liked it. He, uh, we were talking about it, but I already said I was like, I'll talk to him. I'll talk. I'll tell you the little thing after the break and whatnot. But yeah, if you want me on as a as a guest at some point, uh, we can. Yeah, I definitely have uh, <laughs> something <laughs> that I can uh, let people know, and they uh, can uh, hopefully learn something or whatnot. I think that's a great thing. Dude. Yeah, no, I'm open to it. Absolutely. I'm super as I pumped said, about that. Bring anyone on for that, but uh, yeah. So. But yeah, I like I like that I like that thing. But that's great. I like how you kind of like you kind of what I you know what I like about the story is like you almost kind of threw yourself to the wolves when you were out there because you were like, oh here's such and such, and then people are like, oh hey I like that idea and some of that, and you were kind of like, oh yeah I don't know if I could do it, and it was kind of like it's like you kind of pushed yourself to do something that like you you knew was a good idea, mm-hmm. um but you weren't sure how to execute it or if people would be interested, and you kind of baited like some people and then you got a bigger reaction than you thought you would and you're kind of like you know what no i'm gonna do this uh definitely similar yeah kind of thing to it It was well the simple fact is it was one of those shows and like a lot of content we do i never know how to describe <laughs> I, I i'm never quite 100 percent certain like I, I people ask me for a description of like you know we're doing constant calibrating podcasts for five and a half years so what kind of show is i'm like gaming and geek it's like well how would you describe it it's like 
it's a gaming and game <laughs> podcast. Like we, we we talk about stuff. Sometimes we have topics. Sometimes right. we have guests. Like I, I don't, how the fuck, like I don't you know what I mean? No, but, I know exactly. But it's like about. but it's like so I'm at, I'm so I'm at a bar and I start talking to a person and for whatever reason out of my mouth I said oh they asked what I do and I'm like I mentioned that I mentioned a couple of other things and I'm like oh and I do um, a weekly show on mental health awareness uh and I, I I left off the name and they're like oh really tell me more about that and I'm like. And then just words are coming out. Like the first two people I told was just stream of consciousness. And then after it was over, I'm like, okay, what did I say? And then I and then I had to like teach myself a script like on the fly to then be able to say to people like this worked really fucking well. I, I would have loved to be like what your brain was thinking when you were saying stuff. You're like, oh yeah, I know so much about this subject, and your brain's like, no, you don't. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? Abort mission. Back Abort up. mission. Turn around. You've never delivered a calf. What the fuck? What? Where is this coming? Like, just stuff like that. Because I know yeah. my brain does that. You'll say something and, like, you don't know how the room is feeling sometimes. Mm -hmm. So you'll just blurt out whatever. And your brain was like, that was a bad choice. Mm -hmm. You just met these people. Why are you making that kind of a joke? And it was that at that moment Steve realized he continuously vomits into his mouth. <laughs> no, for me it's like it, well, for me it's that that usually happens in a lot of public settings where I'll start talking about my kid and I'm screaming in my head like nobody wants to hear about your fucking <laughs> kid. Why are you? I mean, you understand this, like Matthew. It's like one of these things. Like, why am I still talking about him? No one here gives a crap. And then finally you'll get, you'll stop talking. You'll get your brain to you know to tell your mouth to yeah. shut the hell up. And then the response like, oh well, tell me more about that. And it's like. I don't know what I just told you. I legitimately don't understand how we got here. See, I kind of have the opposite of it. Um, I, I consider myself like a – I'm a pretty private person, like at work and stuff. Like mm. I I like how he says that, but as soon as – when guests are in here, he comes walking in and just whips his dick out like, what's up? Let's do this. It's Friday. I will very much I – will, I will very much say there is work Matthew and yeah. then there is Matthew. Mm -hmm. When I'm at work, like I don't – I'm not very open. I might be open with like people that I can, yeah. I feel like okay, I'm on your level that you want to bring into your circle. Right. Um so when people ask about Owen, um I I in return it's like weird to talk about. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I let him know like he's doing this and he's like at this stage and everything like that and like you know, it's super awesome. It's just it's it's I don't default to like the just vomit of like, boom, you know. I'm like, oh, what? Oh, you want to know? Like, oh, you what? really want to know this? Okay. Like you're, I, it's, you're uh, like my baby's more educated than you. Bye. Like, <laughs> no, I, 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 I get that, that mentality because there's there's right. work, Josh, for me as well. Like with my job, my boss will ask me, so how's your kid doing? How's his health mm -hmm. issues going? And I'll be like, he's. I, I will literally think to myself for half a second, I'm like. What is the most the the least I'm legally required to tell him as my employer, so I can still take time <laughs> off to go to doctor's appointments? Like, right. like what do I have to say? And then I'll just say that kind of thing because it's just like because my work situation for whatever reason my everyone I work with is like Josh, you're so calm, cool, and collected, and you're just like you're just this really relaxed, chill dude. And I'm like, that's what I get that too. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I'm a very angry individual almost all the time. But thank you for believing that. Apparently, I should take, I should go into acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I actually discovered that about myself this week at work, where I thought I no one talked to me because I was the biggest asshole. And turns out no one thinks I'm an asshole. And I was all like, oh, I'm not doing my job hard enough then, because believe me, I will make people hate me uh, if I really want them to. But apparently, yeah, people are chill. Yeah, though, I, though I did find out what one... you want people to hate you 
Oh, I just don't like dealing with people. Like, I'm sorry. I get that. Like, there's, like, my friends, and then there's your coworkers that you hang out at work and stuff. But, like, anytime I, I ever tried to, like, oh, yeah, dude, we could totally hang out outside of work. It never works out. So I kind of just put my, my work friends, like, in one section be like, okay, that we'll hang out whenever we hang out, which is never, you know, kind of thing. And But we'll just keep a nice casual work thing. And then I have my, my friends that I can actually hit up and be like, hey, what's going on? Or like, oh, you know, and, all, and actually know things about, like, my life kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I'd rather just people think I'm a bitter person at work um, than actually, like, having to have – try to have a conversation with me. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> basically i try to be as as much as rick from rick and morty as possible at work so no one talks to you okay. or they just go oh you're an asshole so, so you just need like the fucking vomit saliva on your mouth yeah <laughs> yeah steve did you get that memo i don't need your memo <laughs> fucking don't, dude. dude wipe your fucking mouth i dude. can't wipe your mouth i've been drinking too much <laughs> jesus water Not, oh, good mm. good safe or good h2o safe. good Wow, it's the chemical the thing. Okay, yeah. all right, buddy, you're smart. I've got a little scientific <laughs> on you. Sorry about that. We turned to Bill Nye, the science guy tonight, kids. Mm. Tomorrow we're going to teach you how to make a potato clock or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey, potatoes do. The potatoes do conduct electricity. Did you ever do the potato? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did that. Yeah. Freaking, that was fun. <laughs> it was. I wasn't it was, hating on it. It was interesting. It was it, it was a certain, it was certainly a thing from that school. might be a famous Matthew Renfro throwback Thursday. <laughs> uh, did I just give you an idea for next week? Because your idea this week was great, the uh, KB Toy KB Store, Toys. which made me I go, oh yeah, and then I was like, oh depression. KB yeah, Toys. I bought many a Nintendo Nintendo sixty four games at. KB oh, you Toys. you bought yours there. Oh, I bought everything at KB Toys, but I don't even. When you posted that, I thought looked at. It, I'm like, I don't remember it being spelled out. I remember the letter K, the letter B. I don't remember the full spell though. It, I thought it was. I thought it was always like. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, I grew up East Coast, so it was KB Toys and FAO Schwartz. That was F the two yeah, places. Yeah, Schwartz. We had an FAO Schwartz out here, but that Did was we? A, yeah, it was at the Scotts. It was at Fashion Square. Uh, never oh, mind. you're right. I remember visiting out here, and I think I went to the one in New York when I visited there when I was yeah really young. the fucking multi like mm -hmm. the three level one yeah. and shit. It's amazing. I grew up in New York. I only ever went to that, according to my dad, maybe once in my entire life. But like, because there was one in the Stanford Town Center where I lived, and it's like it was this kind of tiny little place. But I'm like. I like this place. This is nice and calm. It's soothing. I don't want to go into the big place because there might be people playing a piano on the floor because I'd hey, watch big too many fucking times. Hey, you're being hey, you're being rational at that point. I'm sorry. Like you're being smart. You're like, dude, it's right here. It's like I can. It's it, it's nearby my mom's house, and I can buy my toys here. It has the same toys as the big one, and if it doesn't, we can order them. I would tell my dad that at seven years old, and he's like. I'm trying to give you free stuff. Why won't you just fucking take it, you stupid child? He may have said that verbatim at least once. But. Hey, that's all right. Actually, it's, I, th I can remember two – this is the funny part. I can remember two – and I did buy some stuff at uh, KB Toy Store, but the only thing I can remember is like two purchases that I actually definitely made. One for uh, Test Crash Dummy Toys because okay. they yep. had a huge sale at one point. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm getting these. And then the other one was Ronin Warrior action figures. Mm. Whoa! I haven't heard mm. I haven't that. Was a, that was an an, yeah, that's, that's old. vaguely familiar. It was a very it. old anime. I think it was like two seasons. Um, but yeah, it was like the. It was. It was basically. If, if I could simplify, it's basically the male version of Sailor Moon. Word. 
Basically, I'm it was, so it's basically like five warriors, and they all have special power, and they all have to deal with elements, and then like they would have like these random armor like pieces on them already, but then they would do this like last thing at the last moment, like a bigger like almost like a Power Rangers kind of thing where they get like a bigger like suit of armor that they would battle their foes with or whatnot. Yeah, but it ran for like two seasons. The theme song was pretty weird, I think, at some point. But uh, do you have? Are you looking at pictures? Now, you did they it. do like a very? Did they do the same sachet spin kind of transformation? Yeah. Oh my like god! Yeah, ash I have to find it. I have to find it because there is the. I don't th- know if they do the ash shot, but there is this thing like armor of. Oh shit! I can't remember some of the lines, but it'd be like armor of such and such, like blah blah blah. Oh, do you have it going? Five fantastic yes. battle armored samurai. Okay, I kind of remember this. Yeah. Okay, the logo, Together, definitely. They face the other worldly forces of the evil dynasty. Yeah. Calling on the spirits of ancient samurai warriors. Yeah, All five have been given super-powered fighting skills and weapons to wield against this tyranny. This is a long intro. Oh, yeah. Push to the limits. Oh, that was my favorite guy, Anubis. And the fate of humanity hangs in the balance. So, thank you for reminding me why I didn't like anime when I was a kid. <laughs> so, what I love about that the one... The fucking narration. That yeah, was pretty amazing. Took, this is the reason why you want to watch this show. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I loved about it, there was that guy, like, he was, like, the one of the warriors uh, for Master Tulpo, I believe, was the the main samurai's name or whatnot. Friend but, of the show. <laughs> Master Tulpo, friend of the show. <laughs> but I love the guy, because his name was Anubis, but his voice, he was just always like, Master Tulpa, forgive me! It was, like, so heinous. And, but but then in season two, he became like the new monk that guided the warriors. Yeah. So he's thought like, you know, he picked that voice going like, yeah, I'm going to be this villain. I'm only going to be the first season, not have to worry about it. Of course, back in the day with anime, no one knew what other things would come over and what the storyline would be because it was always like, it, it's a lot better run today than it was back. Yeah. So, you know, this guy's like, oh shit, I picked this voice and now I got to be in season two with this. Like, oh fuck. So he's all like, oh, I got to be like noble and shit. So he's all like, Ronin Warriors, you must. I can't do it. Ronin Warriors. <laughs> so I was just die laughing with that. But yeah, it was always that thing. And then, like, it did that thing where it's all like, all the, like, warriors can beat the thing, and then they get, like, the white armor for, like, the main character, like, Sailor Moon, would have been like, oh, we're all failing, but here's our power. And he's like, yay. So it was just, it was literally the male version of, like, <laughs> like, of uh, Sailor Moon. So you're like, all right, I can watch this, and I'm okay, because they're all meh. <laughs> Ronin Warriors. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I remember remember that. I'm so glad I brought back some uh, throwback, throwback Thursdays. No shit, I mean, fuck. It's Friday, so. It's Friday know. night. Well, drinks are tight. tight. Let's have some fun. You're set up for six days. Day late for throwback day late fuck sure or six days early flashback friday flashback friday Mm -hmm. problem solved (laughs) marty
Okay. All right. Um, so yeah. So KB. So yeah, that that closed down. That's gone now. Um, I don't know where we're going with this stuff, but I wanted to bring it back. Around. I mean, we've completely and utterly just so. What I love about this show is you guys. When I'm with, with you guys, we derail even more oh my than on my own show. Like the, the, it, it's it's impressive. Dude, this show should just be like. I'm, I'm, what's I'm, up? Welcome to socially awkward. You're about to go on some uh, fucking <laughs> tangents, my friend. Hope you brought your hope you brought your climbing gear because we're going down a fucking. Did you hole. bring a map? Because we ain't gonna find the yeah. fuck out of this. Goonies oh. never die. <laughs> nope, we don't, fuckers. <laughs> I'm a goonie. Goonies too. <laughs> I'm a goonie till the day I die. Oh, speaking of goonies and stuff like that, I uh, I mentioned a little bit. No, I got I, there's a segue to this one. Uh, I talked a little bit with Josh, asking him if he was going to if uh, found out not a big big super horror fan like slasher films, but we Bro. got to see Excuse it. Me. Fuck yeah, we did. You saw it twice, bitch. I saw it twice. Twice? Fucking good. Damn. Still fucking good. Um, yeah, we saw it. Um, so if we want to talk a little bit about it, or um, I was wondering what your schedule looks like next week, because uh, we're going to do that episode of Be Horrorcast if you want to be on and shoot the shit. All right, we'll talk off air. All right. Um, it was cool. Yeah. It was really well done, and I ended up watching the original one and was yes. like, oh, this is terrible. It's Don't really get me wrong. Good. Tim Curry's great, but... Love him. It's fucking terrible. It's bad. Uh, then you see this new one, and you're like, "Oh, so this, oh, so if this is what a Stephen King book is like when it's done correctly?" Well, I guess it's like more directly <laughs> towards the book. Yeah, there's some cool things that happen in this that I was like, "Yeah, that's cool. That's new." Um, so I say, go check it out. Yeah, definitely go check it out. I told a bunch of people at work to go see it already. Um, I, I don't know what it is, but I seem to be obsessed with this movie. So I was like super nervous. Cause okay, because like, you were calm, cool, and fucking collected well, that theater. I'll I, tell you that much. I kind of like just centered myself going into it. Um, but I like don't like clowns and shit. And it like fucked me up when I was a kid. So I was like, and Pennywise in this one, he's creepy as hell. Oh, yeah. But the movie's good. I enjoyed myself. I think I maybe jumped once. But like it's got drama and comedy. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> Like, like the, the the losers club is legit, dude. Their interactions—they're just like they're just boys that are like, "I fucked your mom." Oh yeah, that was great with like certain lines. <laughs> yeah, that, well, what funny. I really liked about it, so I to, I didn't know this is how bad I am. So I didn't know the kid's name. I know he was in Stranger Things. It wasn't until I looked him up, and then I was like, "Oh my god, this is the fucking oh, coolest yeah. name I've ever heard in my entire life." So the kid is Finn Wolfhard. And I'm like, that's just badass. Mm -hmm. I would just tell everybody, be like, oh, Finn. I'd be like, no, no, just call me Mr. Wolfhard. Yeah, I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, what up, Wolfhard? So his Damn right I'm hard because I'm a fucking <laughs> wolf. wolf. <laughs> Represent the pack. Um, <laughs> nice. That wasn't bad. I liked it. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on a t-shirt that we'll never make. Um, the fact that like what character he plays in Stranger Things uh, to the character he plays in It, complete opposites. Yeah. And it, he did phenomenal at that. I was like, I really hope these kids get like recognized for something because they did a fucking great job. Well, this each movie. kid has like it's a good their own personality and shit. Their it's own good. personality and stuff. But yeah, uh, Billy or uh, no Bill uh, Sasgard, I think his name is or Skarsgard. Skarsgard. There's like a shit ton of those guys, aren't there? There's a lot of Skarsgard. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um, he, fucking great. Like he was fucking fantastic at Pennywise. So um, we'll talk more about that. Uh, probably Hi, on... Georgie. Oh my god. Oh, that's what I love. Okay, that fucking scene, what they show you in the trailer, like, everything they showed you in the trailer is just a small bit of a huge yeah. scene. Like, that dialogue, like, I watched something on Facebook today. Oh, yeah. Where, hiya, Georgie. Yeah, hiya, Georgie. 
Um, <laughs> that's what I loved. The My favorite part of the movie was the fact in the beginning where he's mentioning off carnival food. And then he goes, oh, is it popcorn that you like? And he's like, yeah, that's my favorite. I yeah. literally just turned to Matt and go, you were so fucked. I think I, like, tapped your shoulder like, fuck, dude. Yeah, we are both like, you're dead. This, he's this fucking creepy-ass clown. His favorite thing's popcorn. Of course I'm going to get a fucking go with him. Yeah. We have popcorn. We all float down here. It's like, and Matthew's like, well, you don't want to get the popcorn soggy. Yes, it will flow. But <laughs> yeah. popcorn's more enjoyable. Betty Wise is just like. Okay, I did not fucking sign up for this. Just go. <laughs> no, no, I got, I'm going to show you. Is that how you're cooking the popcorn? This is fucking wrong. Let me show The kid's not fucking scared at all. Like, that's, that's how the movie flips. And then yeah. it's like Pennywise that's scared by me because I'm talking about popcorn. Yeah, it's movie. like Pennywise is in this little like cave or whatnot and you just no, show you, up out of nowhere. Uh, you gotta got to use this kind of oil, dude. I got, I got the popcorn. What the fuck are you doing here? Like, with, I want to eat popcorn with you. But I will say this. The movie's great. Uh, yeah, we'll talk awesome. more in depth about that, that. But, like, they had so many good scenes where it's like you – once you think it lets up where you're like that, like, <sighs> moment of, like, okay, not even two seconds later, it's like, oh, shit, okay. And then, like, another thing happened. So they did a really good pacing with that movie. Uh, built the characters really well, so yeah, definitely. If you're if you're not doing anything on this on on this podcast or on on this podcast, if you're not doing anything this weekend, go ahead and check out the new it. I feel like I feel like there's a scene in the movie where you can do an overdub where it's like, "Flee, you fools!" Oh my god, I just said that today. Did you? Yeah, when like he goes to fall and like it says like what he says, I, all I could think of was all like, "Fly, you fools!" From- Is it "Fly, your fools" or "Flee, you fools"? Fly. Yeah, it's "Fly." You from Gandalf and I was all like that so now I'm thinking like I'm trying to think of every movie where someone's where someone's holding on and then you can just like do that with that oh like fucking cliffhanger uh with uh where Stallone's holding him and it's just it's just (laughs) that oh my god fuck I wish I had I wish I was fuck I wish I was talented I would totally do this if I knew how to do this you are talented not on that aspect you just don't know how to do that but yeah, I, I know. I like it. Oh my god, I was just thinking that dude today. I was like driving home, and I'm all like, you know, it's weird. I was just thinking about this, and I was just like, fly you fool. That's funny. <laughs> That's silly, dude. Oh man, we. I swear, if we do, if we do the match, if we do the uh, hmm. marriage game where we have like two people on <laughs> yeah. and see who's, we'll we'll fucking do. We game probably also. would do pretty good. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. Um, actually, what we can do right now, uh, we've been going for a little bit. We're going to take a short break. Okay. And then we'll uh, come back after the break and uh, enjoy. Oh, you gotta let me get queued up. Oh yeah, you gotta get queued up. Okay. Just threw that. Sorry, oh, but here we go. But this musical break is actually brought to you by uh, Revenge Lover. Uh, go to revengelover.com. They have a bunch of different. You can get inquiries. You can check out designs. Get an idea of what you want to do. You do logos. You want to make just a T-shirt or whatnot. Eric showed us his T-shirt collection today, and it seems that he has more Revenge Lover design T-shirts than he does of other big brand T-shirts. So. Uh, call it is what it is, but if you mention uh, you heard it on any of the 4i Radio Network shows, you can even just say 4i Radio Network, uh, you'll save 10% off of your first purchase. 5, 10, that's 10. That's 10. Well, that'd be 15. But that's well, right. yeah. We, we are not mathing. 15 is my favorite number. I know. You're going to have 15 divorces. Oh, shit. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs>
playing. Give me that sweet tea. You think I'm playing? I need it all night, no sleep. You can get it in the kitchen if it's wetting at the sheep. Like, brr, brr, operator, you got me like, hee, hee, Mike Jackson. Think I, think I, think I, I'm getting thicker. And I can make you boil up, baby, let it simmer.
so I can work longer, so I can earn more, so I can do more coke. I do coke, so I can work longer, so I can earn more, so I can do more coke. I've been fucking around with two bitches, but I never made them all my 
just said no I'm full of my bitches in the club And I know they know about each other I think these bitches tryna set me up Maybe I'm just
Thank yep. you guys for hanging out with us during the break. And um, now that we uh, figured out what the fuck we're going to talk about now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I figured we'd probably hold off a little bit when uh, uh, Josh was talking about a little bit of uh, where he's been for the past couple of months with uh, PAX and all the other gaming expos coming up and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, dude, you've been all over the place. Uh, I figured I was like, well, let's wait till when Matthew arrives because Matthew and I are big gamers and we gotta we got to get our fill. So I like it, the games. So, what are some things that you, I guess, uh, played or touched upon or saw that's coming out? Um, and I guess just just give us a breakdown. So, okay, uh, let's start with GameStop Expo. I played a little game, a little small indie project you may have heard of. It's called Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Little one. Little yeah, one. Up, like, it, yeah, like up a and starter. Coming. Yeah, like up an up-and-comers. Like, yeah. These are brand new, something about like... Mm-hmm. Uh, GoFundMe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Indiegogo, yeah. So, yeah. We, we set a goal when we went to GameStop Expo... Uh, that they they do like a in meet, Las Vegas right in Las Vegas yeah the, a, a ninety minute thing for media to go in early it's the same thing as VIPs uh, we decided we're just what do we want to play well, we don't really know what's in there it's like does Nintendo have a booth I don't know okay let's just go Super Mario Odyssey because that's gonna be one of the big ticket things we went in we played it turned out that's not a very busy event so we actually got to play it again oh. let me just tell you about this game right now my experience played it twice um. I went to sleep that night and I dreamt of it. Ooh, okay, this, cool. It was good. So they had two demos. Uh, they had a demo that was uh, the desert place that we've seen in some of the trailers. Yeah, yeah. And then the other demo was uh, New Donk City. You okay. Know, the city environment, which yeah. I just yeah, love yeah. saying the name of. Um, I So I played of the 3D Marios. I played the, the, the Wii U game Super Mario 3D World. Okay. Um, otherwise, I, and I played Mario the first Mario Galaxy, which I despise. Um, otherwise, I've not played a Mario game since Super Mario 64 for the 3D stuff. I didn't play Sunshine. Yeah. Okay. That's how uh, I am. I haven't played since 64. Yeah, uh, 64 was... Yeah, the, I played that one. Sunshine, you didn't miss much. Uh. I, I know a lot of people who loved it. It looked interesting. I just didn't have a GameCube when it first came out. And when I bought a GameCube later on, I just, for whatever reason, just decided to play exclusively... I bought it off eBay. Exclusively played the five games that came with my system, and I don't think I ever bought another game for okay. it. Kind of situation. I don't, I don't what know. were those five games? Offhand, um, it was... Uh, offhand, I only remember whatever the Madden was at that time. Like, legitimately, okay. I don't remember why I bought this. I bought it because it was a system with, with five games that was a year old that the person, I think, oh. marked the wrong price. Okay. And uh-huh. I got it for, like, 50 bucks. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's, cool. yeah, that's a steal. So, 
Uh, I know I played other stuff on it later, but that wasn't until... Did you play Mario Kart Double Dash? Yeah, no, well, that thing is Double Dash. I mostly played at uh, when I went to University of Advancing Tech because that was back okay. when they used to have GameCubes just like sitting around the people okay. could play. That was when that's actually where most of my GameCube playtime came from. Okay. But uh, so yeah, so um, I really haven't touched one sixty four all that much. To me, this is the second coming of that. Oh, okay. Uh, the triple jumps there, the wall flips are there, the long jump, all the same maneuvers, oh, but cool. just on you know on, on the, the switch. switch. Uh, kind of thing. So, but it still makes sense based on how your muscle memory does it. Okay. Uh, but there's even like that slight float to how you jump and stuff like that, where you have a little difficulty lining stuff up. Like you're like, I'm gonna land perfectly on this platform, and fuck no, you're not. Oh, okay. But it, it's st- but that's the thing is, I just felt like I was playing the next level. I'm playing Mario 128. That's what I felt like I was playing. Okay. Like what we were promised, you know, 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, 20. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's okay, very, that's very good. I'm like super pumped. Honestly, like I know I was gonna buy the game and stuff like that, but it is also a good sign to be like, yeah, this is fucking legit. Because you know, like when you see like. The well-known like gaming places like IGN and yeah, all those right. kind of people. It's all like, well, okay, did you did did Nintendo give you some money? It's on. If it's is it on the up and up? What's the deal with it? Kind of thing. No, yeah. this was a case where um, I absolutely loved the game. I loved the experience. It was our game of show for uh, GameStop Expo. Nice. nice. I pre-ordered it, but I pre-ordered it like saying to my wife, I'm like, I'm pre-ordering it because Best Buy's. A with the gamers club you get twenty percent off, and then the additional thing it's like they're doing ten dollars off for pre-orders. Oh, okay. Additionally, someone's like I get a, quite a bit of money off of uh, essentially off pre-ordering the game, so I'm gonna do this, and you could just give it to me at Hanukkah. Like that was my response to her, and she's like, cool. And then I played a game stuff like I'm like, no, fuck, no, woman, I'm playing this on the day it comes out. I don't care <laughs> if it's coming on the same day as Assassin's Creed Origins. I am playing this fucking yeah. game. Oh, it is coming out that same. Dude, that they've been, they've that, been, they've been two, pumping Assassin's Creed like. Whew, those dude. two and Wolfenstein, all three come out oh. on the same so day. Okay, so Wolfenstein, don't get me wrong, I haven't played Wolfenstein since the original Wolfenstein like oh, 3D I, kind of thing. I've never played the original. The only Wolfenstein I played was the mod that had Barney replace Hitler and then Beavis and Butthead as all the soldiers. That's the only version of Wolfenstein I've ever played. Uh, so no, I, I feel that. Um, watch- but I have heard good things about the first one, and the second one does look amazing. The thing, yeah. but yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, that's like a hundred and twenty something dollars for me right off the bat with just Mario and the Assassin. Oof, yeah, fuck, which tough. I have both of those pre-ordered, and they're on the same fucking day. Which I, hate, I and uh, I and I've played them both. And here's the thing: Assassin's Creed would have been my game of show if not for Mario for GameStop Expo. Oh really? It was so good. The yeah. combat is legitimately challenging and almost quasi dark souls-esque okay kind of i feel as- like i feel like ubisoft has maybe like paid ign or something because ign's coverage of this game is fucking nuts like, they are all over it. dude like the ign show that's on uh disney xd yep. yes i record that shit i watch it no worries i watch it while he oatmeal in the morning oh, um cool. dude <laughs> it's like assassin's creed all the time like uh, behind like behind the story, like developer stories and shit like that, or the new concept art or some shit. It's like this is front and prominent for you. It's like fucking nutty. Well, the reason why I probably think whether or not they're paying them or not, but the reason why is because you they UBI Software took a year off to not release an Assassin's Creed game and then come back a year later with what they showed us at E3, and everyone's kind of like, oh. Oh, oh, that's right. UBI Software does know how to make a game kind of thing, even though I felt that people forget that two different teams were working on the two different Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed games. But it does it does get oversaturated. You do – if you have a title coming out like every year, yeah, it's, it's cool to look forward to. But then sometimes – like Unity, Unity was shit. 
Yeah. And I love and I love Assassin's Creed game. Unity was shit. I didn't even it's the only main line of Assassin's Creed game that I didn't even touch. Yeah, How, you don't need to. However, I love the shit out of Syndicate. I thought Syndicate was a phenomenal game. I wanted to play it. Yeah. Last one I played was Black Flag. Okay. And I love Which, Black Flag. Black Flag's not an Assassin's Creed game really. It's it's a it's a pirate game that has Assassin's Creed elements. I love it too. I love it. I'm just saying that's what I'm saying what I'm saying is it's the probably the best like 3D like platforming adventure so if we're, ta- game, if we're talking, not Assassin's Creed. If we're talking Assassin's Creed, then the last one I played was Brotherhood. Okay. Right, Brotherhood, Whoa. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but though, what I really liked it was Rogue was really good, too. Uh, Rogue, I've heard phenomenal things. I get, I, for a long time, Justin on our show would harass me for not playing it. But Well, it sucks yeah. because Rogue came out the same time as Unity. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is you kind of go, oh, I kind of wish Rogue was the one for the mm-hmm. next gen. And Unity was kind of like their, oh, we're going to test something new on our last game for you guys or whatnot. Yep. Um, but yeah, I totally understand that. But yeah, uh, what I played, uh, I got to finish it. I'll probably finish it now that we're talking about it. But yeah, Syndicate. Uh, I did like the fact that you can go back and forth. You can pick like the male assassin, the female right. assassin. So it was like a little bit I played of it. I was like, okay, this is like kind of getting back to its almost roots. Because like Unity just leaves a bad. I'm going to be honest with you. You know when Assassin's Creed games end? And it mm-hmm. gives you, like, the main story arc uh, opposed to what, like, was going on in the Assassin stuff. Like, everything ties in. You sit yeah. there and go, like, oh, shit, this is where they're going. Unity ended, and I go, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, so I skipped Unity. I didn't know really what, what like, the, the, the modern-day storytelling was. So I jumped into Syndicate, mm-hmm. and I felt like I have not missed anything. Yeah. And Syndicate also, by the way, does a shit job. Like, that's one thing. It does a shit job of expanding on the main the, the modern story mm-hmm. aspect. But Evie and Jacob are just two really fucking phenomenal characters, and I will go on record that, um, what is it called, uh, the uh, Jack the Ripper DLC for Syndicate is probably one of the best DLC expansions Ooh, okay. released for any game. Nice. Uh, the en- Much like any Assassin's Creed thing, the ending and the end boss is just garbage, but the mechanics added to it made the base game unplayable for me, because the mechanics for the Jack the Ripper stuff were so good that I'm mean, like, I don't... I just don't care about the, the base game anymore. But Origins was a lot of fun. Uh, okay. That world is massive. Absolutely, positively, unsettlingly massive. Uh, the combat was great because you don't know. You're no longer doing that whole thing where it's like you get 20% of the game is like, oh right, I hit the block button and then I counter and then I block and then I counter. And it's like I enjoyed that combat, but it was so tedious. This is like yeah. you're not on your toes and you have two guys or more attacking you. You're fucked. So it almost kind of goes back. See what you're saying. It almost kind of reminds me of the original Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed because the original so set, similar. Okay, it is okay in that sense. And well, yeah, because their combat system, like it was, it was good because they were trying something new, but it wasn't always accurate. And you did like, like in the second one, it's like you had like ten guys around. And you're like, I got this. Block, boom. Oh, you're dead. Oh, but in the first one, it was all like, oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh damn. Oh, I'm fucking running. Like, it was not like one of those things where like you had a couple of guys after you're like, oh, I can take these guys. Like in the first one, you're like, nah, fuck this, God. Essentially, the first game played it as Altair was an assassin. He was stealth based, purely stealth. If you weren't being careful with with that, you were kind of fucked. With Ezio, they brought in the counter system and stuff like that because I think the idea was Ezio's this he's not he wasn't raised as an assassin yeah. he 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 joins the order later in life due you know due to his father being in a tragedy and stuff like that but he's this roguish you know brash uh, Italian guy so he is more of like that fighter kind of thing so they give you this counter system stuff the thing is 
they continued that onward. Yeah. They continued on that 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 continued on to Connor's story and then the Edward's story and then moving onward and onward to the point that it just became the Assassin's Creed combat system, which it was fine. It was it was enjoyable. It was good, but no, I like the changes they're making to That's it. That's cool. Okay. Um, and yeah, otherwise GameStop Expo was cool. Uh, favorite thing in the entire world is still to this day, and I talked about this on our podcast, is walking into an event, wandering around for a little while, and then just hearing someone shouting at the top of their lungs, constant calibrating, how the fuck are you? Nice. And I turn, there's Greg Miller. You know? Oh, nice. And, that's fucking rad. And that's just like always is my highlight thing, because they kind of funny was hosting yeah, yeah, the yeah. GameStop Expo, and just, you know, having that is just yeah, always, that's, always a great That's great awesome. For me. That's, but that's rad. Usually mine is Mr. Mooney. You forgot to pay for your tab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's at my. You need spot. to fucking remember to fucking pay your tabs, dude. Look, I get drunk and I like to party. No. I got it. I got a tab. <laughs> dude, I thought I lost my wallet yesterday. Are you fucking serious? Dude, I like freaked out. Segway. So like it was in my car naturally. Like I've. I- I had that similar thing happen to me, but not in my car, but I actually did like a weird, like back when I was like, uh, oh, I think for a couple of years in like maybe sophomore year in college or whatnot, yeah. I was riding around with a Ian, a buddy of ours. We went to a show or whatnot. And I remember right. jumping over the back seat, not thinking that my wallet fell out and it did. And I get to school. Like I literally drove to school yeah. like where I was going. And then it was all like, oh fuck, I don't have my wallet. Like where the fuck is it? Like holy shit. Well, that was my shit, dude. So I had a really busy day yesterday and like I went to Chick-fil-A and I was like, yo, I'm about to give me some nuggets and fries. Mm. No big deal. Uh, walk in there, walk up to the the counter, like touch my like back pocket, don't have my wallet. I'm like, <laughs> I can't get anything out of my wallet. And uh, the funny thing is the night before I got home and I was like taking my keys and stuff out of my pocket and putting them on the nightstand. And I didn't have my wallet at that time. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, it's in my car. Like, no big deal. And I just like kept on continuing with my night. Like, I should have went and, and did it. Double, yeah. And so I was like doing my day yesterday. And like, it's lunchtime. And like, you get up there and I'm like, shit, I've been driving around with like no wallet and shit this whole time. <laughs> like, like what what the, you know see, i was like oh shit see, that was like my mindset it's like i did all this shit right. and then when you finally realize it's gone you're like oh fuck luckily yeah. i didn't get like i'm like i'm flicking off cop no. <laughs> <laughs> so like i went home and like ran sacked my home my first thing was like uh maybe it's in my my pants from the day before yeah and it wasn't you know, all the shit but i found it it's a black wallet Next to black interior, went through like right by the seat and the console, uh, and like the way it was positioned, like it just looked part of you the... couldn't really see it. Like I, it was like in the middle of the day, and I'm like having my iPhone with like the the flashlight feature on, and I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? Like I was so pissed <laughs> off. But uh, well, that's good. I'm glad I it was safe and sound. It. Moral of the story yeah, is don't good. lose your wallet. Oh, it's probably in your car. What the fuck's happening? Oh, okay. The cat apparently learned how to open the door. Yeah, the cat is. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell's happened?" I thought something was on fire. <laughs> I, I saw the door open. I guess the wind blew it open. That uh, wind, yo. The Sorry. shit. You just scared the fuck out of me, dude. Yeah, a little bit. Now that's the jump scare we needed for the evening. Like you, like seriously. All right, I'm awake. Let's go party. At, fr- <laughs> At first, I thought you were fucking around, and then I was like, "What?" Like I seriously thought something was on fire. Yeah, well, it wasn't like that. Oh, good. Toby, you want to fucking go outside? Go outside, dude. No, he does. Okay, this Toby, is Toby. How about you just leave, dude? Oh no, you did not. Look, if Toby had his front claws, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Toby cannot defend himself out there. 
Oh, that's your dude. Yeah, it's my dude. I'm telling your dude to get the fuck out of this house. Hey, he didn't even touch your bag yet today. Are you kidding me? I came in. Look at my bag. It looks like it's been fucking ransacked, like it's been fucked in the ass. Because that's t- Toby came over and rubbed his shit all over it. Look, to be f- in Toby's defense, he's been watching a lot of Cosby Show lately. Why are you doing that, Tobes? You see, Matthew, I want to just put a pill in your backpack and just giggity, giggity. Mr. Cosby. Hi. Don't. <laughs> All, right. All right. Anyways, anyways, back to... Sorry, right. we had a cat scare. Um, GameStop Expo. Oh, GameStop yeah. and, then, and then PAX West. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, PAX West was cool. It was actually just a really awesome experience. Uh, so, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. So, story for you, Matthew. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, hear, I hear you have played the Firewatch. Yes. So you know the character Delilah, right? Yes. Guess who I went drinking with? You went with her? Yeah, with uh, Sissy Jones, BAFTA award winning. How was that? She's an awesome person. So uh, she's she's a friend of a friend. I went to um, a, a panel my friend uh, Mylon uh, <laughs> uh, Barrows does, which is a foreplay romance and gaming. And it, okay. it, it just talks about you know uh, romance and stuff. Uh, like last year they had the creative director of Dragon Age on it. So it's nice. just a bunch of different people talking about like visual novels and just all kind of stuff like that. Um, she was on it, ended up seeing my Firewatch shirt, which I was coincidentally wearing. It was just literally the clean shirt that I had. Yeah. Uh, so I was wearing that, uh, uh, talked to her a little bit and then went to go drinking with my friend who's friends with her. Uh, I happened to be there and I mentioned that mental health show that I do and she's really fascinated with it and we ended up talking and yeah, ended up just talking to her about like, kids and stuff like that for a while. Super cool. But oh, it was just, cool. but it was just like really cool because you know. She's a voice actor yeah. whose character I have a monstrous crush on. Dude, her Del- voice is so good. <laughs> Delilah is amazing. Apparently, I have to, I have to play this game. Oh, yeah, no, if, yeah if dude. You, Firewatch is great. No, if like, you can listen to Delilah's voice and actually like, oh, then no. No, I'm pretty sure I could. Matthew knows me with it, voice acting. No, I, it's I, like, I know, it's I know good, like things I'll be like, ooh, I like that. It's like, it's calming. Uh, yeah. And like the flirtation. Like, yeah, dude, it's a good, it's good. So it's not like get over here. No, now, depending how you play the game, it's so subtle. It can be. Yeah. It, it's it's really awesome. It's probably one of my favorite like potential romantic entanglements in gaming. But I, I love the shit out of that game. Uh, really enjoyed Firewatch because Megan chilled with me while I played it. I really wish so. Shardon watched me play. Uh, I'd gotten access to the. I guess it was the alpha. I'm not really sure. I got a preview copy, but they let me play for like I don't know, maybe an hour or something like yeah. that. And I streamed it, and Sharnel watched that and was super into it. And I was, when I played the full game, I was like really upset that she didn't like, wasn't like not upset, upset, but like upset that she wasn't interested because it was such a cool experience. Right. Yeah. Because it's such a chill game that like that it's a good couples. Yeah. One it, person plays, it, the other what, person follows. It was like we we would sit there and like we just kind of be like, what pathway should we go? And like we just kind of like sat there. Um, or there's be other times when I was playing and I was like, all right, so this is what I did. And she'd be like, what? Like. <laughs> You went that way, and it's like, well, yeah. You were in here, yeah. This is, like, how I was feeling at that time to play it. Oh, that's funny. It was a cool, like, it was a co-op, like, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Granted, I was playing the game. Yeah, but um, it's – well, okay, but that's true because, uh, like, when you play those tall tale games, Mm -hmm. you know exactly, like, okay, I'm going to move this way, this way, but sometimes your choices come up, and sometimes you're hit with stuff where you're like, well, I – I don't know what the fuck to pick because it's like this one's really good, this one's really good, but you want to pick it quick because you don't want the the timer to run out and just pick something for you. So it's kind of nice if you do have somebody on the couch that could be like, oh, I totally do that, be like, okay, you know, or something like that. So I, I totally get that, but it's really sucky when you have somebody with you and they're just like, eh. yep, and you're just like, eh. no, I, I might... oh, I die, thanks, thanks. 
Thanks. No. <laughs> oh, you should play Firewatch for sure, dude. No, definitely. I, I, I love the Let's Watch style content where it's a single player game, a strictly single player game, but you have one person playing and another person watching. It's kind of become like some of my favorite type of content online right, right now, which I'm trying to find good ways to record it, which is why I've been upgrading our studio. There you <laughs> so, go. For that kind of stuff. Um, Very cool, though. Okay, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play. Um, I don't even know why I said that. I'm gonna ask a dumb question. So I keep. Okay, you guys obviously were talking about Firewatch. What? What is it? Like, I know it's a game, but like, what's like the concept? So the premise is you are a guy who something. I don't want to say too much, but that's fine. Something has happened in your marriage. Okay. Um, you there's like a chooser adventure kind of story thing, which is really awesome. Well done okay. at the beginning, which is just like dialogue, uh, interspliced with the You take Walter. a job to be a, a fire watcher. Yeah, and then with in uh Wyoming. In Wyoming. Yes. Uh, and what is it like the 80s? I believe. Yeah, yeah I think in, late 80s, early. Late 80s. Okay. 80s. Uh, very stylized visuals, and yeah, you're that's your job, and your only real contact is um your more experienced person delilah and okay. you're, you're both characters of voice you make choices you can talk with her um and it just a, a series of events get set off yeah. that do things but like even the events it's it's really centralized but it's the narrative is on one path but you just get to make these choices which change the dialogue a little bit or change this yeah um and it's really cool game i cannot stop buying stuff from it like uh uh Kem santos always always uh at uh, PAX West, and like last year I bought a shirt. This year I bought a pin. I don't know why. I almost I almost bought a fucking uh, they vinyl. The, they got the vinyl. <laughs> I almost bought. I don't I don't own a working turntable, but damn it, I almost bought it. I almost got it. Because, okay, okay, you guys have sold the and, soundtrack's great. No, too. no, it's like it's like super like it's dude. It's just it's uh, I don't know, it, dude. You have to play. No, the you game. just so, sold me. Literally, I'm probably buying this game tonight. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. I I bought it. Well, I got it on PC. Uh, I played it on PC. They sent me a review copy. I felt so bad when I finished it that I went and bought it on PS4. I've never played it on the PS4. I'm just like, I love this game so much. And I then I, I have it on Xbox. And I bought the PS4 theme. I, when I, for writing purposes, I will sometimes just turn on my PS4, turn yeah. the volume up, and I'll just let the the theme, the music, just play. Oh wow! And it because it's just so soothing. And for certain types of writing, it is just like. Well, it's oh. like all like outdoor nature like mm -hmm. everything it's just like super light and stuff and then it has dramatic moments but like it's just like you're just out like walking it's just like it's it helps you it, it's like explore like you explore i don't know it's super great you got to play it oxen free did you play oxen free i did not i really want to games with gold xbox that's happening this month be sure to get it i played oxen free and i fucking loved what it is oxen i told you about it it's the one it's like set in the 80s and uh, it's a side scroller, and you like this group of kids and shit, and you go to this fucking haunted island. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. And you, and you use the. I fucking... really want to check the game out. People keep recommending yeah, it. Yeah, use like the fucking radio signals and shit to like interact with. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's gonna be a free game. game. Yeah, but it's, it's like Firewatch, where you choose your path with the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So like, there's multiple ways to play, and yeah, it's just fucking good. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool, cool. So I got a game, though, to recommend. I can't stop recommending this at this point. So uh, you know Adult Swim games, right? Yeah. So I they offered an appointment for this game called Battle Chef Brigade. I'd seen it a little bit last year being played. It was really early on. Okay. Uh, they offered an appointment for it, and my response was, I want to work with Adult Swim games. This game does not look interesting to me at all. Um, it was very anime style. I'm like, the trailer just didn't, it didn't really hook me in any way, shape, or form. But I'm like... But they'll have Toe Jam and Earl again, and again, I want to work with them, so I figured, fuck it, I'll go. 
that's my game of show for PAX West after I played it. Um, it is a game that the best way I can try my best to describe it is it's anime style. Um, it is the cooking. It, it, it's a cooking game with, uh, with, uh, iron chef elements. Okay. It has, uh, uh, choose three, uh, gameplay, like a bejeweled style thing. And then also has like 2d combat, which is like a highly stylized final fight. Oh, shit. all in one fucking game. So the way the game works is you play as a character, um, and you are trying to make your way up in the in a cook. It's the Battle Chef Brigade. So the the cooks are the army in this. Okay. Okay. And you start out, and it's like, okay, you need to make this dish of this level and caliber. So you start off in greens. Ingredients are just like little Tetrisy block things, like a bejeweled style thing. There's red, green, and blue. And to stir, you, you I was playing on the Switch, to be clear. Uh, it's Switch and PC. I was use the right stick to spin them, essentially. And when you match up three, uh, it levels it up. So you'll go from having three level one reds to, I think it's one level two red. And then, you know, et cetera, et cetera, onward. Okay. Just that kind of simple gameplay. But then you run out of ingredients. You don't hold six at a time. You, you leave that cook pot. You go outside, and suddenly you're in a fucking, like, 2D fighter with oh, really good combat and you're fighting dragons and fighting enemies and like they're actually complicated you that you have to actually like harvest their wow. meat and stuff like that and that's pretty cool this sounds amazing and depending <laughs> if the thing is like it, 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 this game should not work um <laughs> my buddy justin who you know i keep mentioning he he went with me to the appointment because he literally had nothing else to do and he's like i just don't give a shit about this game like he whispered it to me before i started i'm like dude i don't either but we're here we both, by the end of it, were just like, in absolutely fucking enthralled. You know, so you bring your six and greens back in, you keep making the dish, you keep making the dish. Then uh, it took me to a later point in the story, because there's a story to it, and you're now in this Iron Chef competition where you have to challenge somebody. You challenge him, um, but it's the, the, the developer recommended, hey, I recommend, you know, you upgrade your cooking pot. Get the, get the red cooking pot, because you're going to do a lot of fire stuff. So I, I said, okay, I'll take it. I bought that. So now I have two cooking pots. I have a regular one and a red one. The red one cooks the fire-based ingredients quicker. The other one, but it won't cook any of the other ones at all. So now you actually have to start like taking into account like time management because you're also on a clock for two minutes. Oh shit! So two minutes of like this cooking bejeweled style game, but with also the combat. So you're like having to really pick and choose what you fight and stuff. All I know is it was over, and I'm just like, and I'm like, well, what, what's like the end game? Like he's like, oh, you get to a point where like there's three judges, and you have to make two dishes each, and they all have their different tastes, and you don't know what their tastes are. And I'm like, I literally said to the guy, I'm like, I, this game should not work. All all I know is it ended, and we we asked like, okay, your Adult Swim, are you making an anime about this that ties in? Because my God, do I want to know more about this world? Yeah, yeah. So it it hmm. was like the weirdest thing. Interesting. Uh, and. I don't know what it's gonna be like on PC, but like this is a Switch must buy for me. Okay. It's just that uh, sounds crazy. It, that again, does sound it shouldn't fucking. Do, it shouldn't have worked. It shouldn't work. No, like everything you're telling me, I'm like, yeah. yeah. If you were to take the combat and make it a game, mm. it works. Mm. Oh, you want a puzzle game? But you know what? To be fair though, it's now like, the, okay. To be fair that you tell me this now, not knowing this was coming, this is coming. Yeah. We were just talking about Sonic Mania before we started the show. There's actually a part where you get to a boss battle, and, and all of a sudden it's the fucking uh, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bee Machine. Yeah, Mean. Yeah, Mean Bee like Machine. That. I think. And I'm, I was like, wait, what the fuck's going on? That caught me so by surprise. But you know, like that's the thing is, I feel like a lot of developers. I think a lot of developers who are making games that are very heavy on the Switch are really like messing around with ideas and trying to experiment. Like I feel like the Switch is like 
well, it's becoming like the secondary indie machine. You have the PC and you have the Switch kind of yeah. thing. So they both kind of take some liberties with some things to mess around with. But it's a game that, like, logically, I felt like should is it was too complex. Like, it was too logic complex to logically be a game. And yeah, I, I've I've not stopped thinking about it. We I've now discussed it, um, and we do this unfiltered videos, which are going up. I hopefully this weekend. Um, and then I'm gonna record a best of show video spoilers on this one. And then I talked about it on the podcast for our podcast on Monday night longer than I should have, just because it's just, it's on my mind. Oh, it just no, but you what you just told me, I'm just like okay, I'm guarantee I'm probably gonna be like googling it, mm-hmm. looking at stuff, because I mean a couple of, that's this is what I think is so unique, like what you, the games like you get to find, because like everybody else like that I've heard from the packs and stuff, they need a Nintendo kind of thing i think with ign and one game that kind of stuck out that was like oh this does look cool and interesting was like i think it's called like um oh is it called light hands or sleight of hand or something it's basically supposed to be like a mario party but you play as thieves Ooh, i think i know what you're talking i'm about. trying to remember what it was called i want to see, or maybe it's like uh light hands it's something like um but it, like yeah it sounds really interesting and cool it looks really fun and stuff i'm like oh it's a bunch of mini games it's like a board game you know you're thieves you're trying to like you know get more money than the other person kind of thing and it's like okay cool and it's like you know but like a lot more of these indie games it looked like they were pushed more towards on the switch which i'm like is it just because nintendo is kind of like oh hey yeah we want more developers we want more third party you know things and stuff like that because like the latest story that came out was you know la noir yep. is getting a remaster on the new systems but it's coming to the switch um, which was really funny because uh earlier this year i made I, for some reason la noir came up on our show i don't know why and my response was i liked the game enough it wasn't particularly great i liked it you know i liked it enough but i'm like i would never replay that game in a million years and i pause i'm like i guess if they made it portable i would consider playing it again and fucking hell yeah by the end of the year look at now and it's just like i never completed it i enjoyed it yeah i finished it uh because i was i'm really i love detective shit and stuff like that so i was just like i'm i'm so enthralled with that game um and it sucked because it's all like it like i don't know if it did well uh, uh, but I know it was one of those things where it's like it cost way too much i guess than what they thought it was going i mean to. the Ooh. animation and the facial scans and everything was like top notch yeah like, i mean that, that, that game that was the game was amazing, and uh, yeah, the, the the ability. I mean, before, prior to that, we had never seen facial movement yeah. like that on the 360. On, yeah, no, yeah. no, even on PC, really hadn't yeah, seen yeah. it to that degree. But I mean, that game is the reason Team Bandai doesn't exist anymore. That I remember some stories of the CEO apparently being a asshole, but I don't I don't remember strongly. So you know, allegedly. Um, but you know, like that that game is the reason that doesn't exist. But hey, rocks! I think Rockstars, yeah, they're back in there, kind of testing the waters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, th- and I think it's good. And that's like you said, like I know uh, Matthew uh, wasn't listening at the he had to get uh, he was refilling his beers. I'll say, um, no, we like to drink. Uh, no, Josh was talking about I was how like going to the bathroom. I was taking a pee pee. Yeah, I was trying to just say you were just getting a drink because I didn't want to mention oh, mushroom. The people need to know. All right, fine. I was taking. Matthew a was taking a piss. Matthew was taking a huge. I was going pee pee. He was taking a pee pee. He was pee pee. I did pee pee. No poo poo. No poo poo. Just pee pees. <laughs> just the pee pees. Pew 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 pee pees. And you're doing like pm. Pee 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 pees pee pew. All right. Uh, now I'll get a beer. But he was talking about how. Uh, could you grab me another one, sweetie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
uh he was talking about how like the uh the wii is or not the wii the the switch is becoming like a like a test market like oh let's use this like with pc but develop games with well it's like kind of becoming the indie box so it's like a place developers can go to and be like it's like a a, a, but no a test market kind of thing works to an extent it's we know this will work on pc this is a strange weird game so ergo it's going to work on the switch like it's kind of hitting that point to to an extent um I also, because I, I went to this event called The Mix, where I got to try a bunch of different stuff, and like one of the games I tried, I it was on Kickstarter last year, Sausage Sports Club, and I don't, and... It, uh, okay, what is this? <laughs> so, I, I, I have a hard time explaining this game, okay. but essentially, um, you're a bunch of different animals who have these, who are sausages, so it's a okay. dog, but with like it's, it's like very oh, tall, I gotcha. um, and stuff like that. And like there's like a Smash Brothers style thing where like you're like doing ass stomps and stuff to slam people into walls and out of the map. But then there's like a soccer game where you're trying to like run around and this 3D kind of thing, like to push the ball in. Uh, there's a couple of other game modes. It was it was really cool. And then um, it has like a it has a Switch exclusive feature, which is you can use the Switch's like accelerometer kind of thing. And we make the dogs over the animals' heads like wobble around more for, I guess, dodging purposes. I, 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 I was I was a little drunk at that point, so I'm not 100 certain if the if the developer said it was cosmetic or for dodging. I kind of mixed up my words. Um, I'm going to be talking to them later to find out more information <laughs> because I really have not a, a clue. But it, but I'm just saying like. That's a game you would see on PC. You'd maybe see on Xbox and PS4, depending. Mm-hmm. But and I, th- I think it is coming to those. But it's like I would expect that as a PC like indie ex- title yeah. kind of thing that you would see like on Steam that would become maybe like a, a hit in the streaming market and stuff like that. Yeah. And now, but it's it's on the Switch because now Nintendo's pulled their heads out of their asses and realized, oh, third party and indie is like is 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 what this system is made for yeah and i think that's good for them because uh, that's like even like you know super meat boy is now coming to the switch mm-hmm. um like all these kind of indie titles and again it does kind of fit the market because it's like yeah i did get super meat boy for like free on the xbox like 360 thing or even playstation was doing like a free one but PlayStation. then but then you're also kind of like yeah but if i go traveling i can have all these kind of indie games on the go and you know for, like, an indie game, like, it's not going to really take up that much gigabyte, too. So you're kind of like, oh, I could – and they're not going to be that expensive. It's So it's kind of like a win-win with them where you're like, oh, I want something new to play, but I don't want to spend that much money. Oh, fuck, I can just download this thing, and mm-hmm. I'm on – you know, you're on the go kind of thing. For sure. Um, one, uh, one other game I'm just going to bring up is I did play The Mix. Um, it's called Monster Prom. Now, okay. are you guys of uh, are you guys aware of the visual novel style of game in the in the dating simulator games? And what yeah. I mean specifically is Dream Daddy. Are you aware of that at all? Dream Daddy. Dream Daddy is I've a dad. Da- Dream Daddy, a dad dating simulator, is a game that was published by the Game Grumps, um, and it was created by I'm spacing on his name, but the guy who did Hot Pepper Gaming. Okay. Um, it really like took the fuck over Let's Play and Stream Market okay. as a view of visuals, but you play as a dad, you with your daughter, you move into a cul-de-sac pretty much primarily inhabited by fathers with kids, and your job as a dad is to date other dads. <laughs> yes. Okay. It is it is one of the funniest but most endearing games, and it's also very diverse and it's all and and um it handles like a lot of sensitive subjects extremely well. It's a really well made game. So because of that, like the dating simulator market is kind of getting this like resurgence because they've got a lot of attention. Um, because of that, I ended up on um, a press list that led me to this game called Monster Prom. Monster Prom is a, it looked like a cool style, but you're 
uh, one of four characters, red, blue, green, and I don't know, yellow, I think I vaguely remember. Um, and it's just each each a character, and you go to a high school that's all about having monsters. Your goal is to get a date with one of them by prom. Oh, okay. Um, and they're like, there's the jockey werewolf. There's the gorgon who's really obsessed with like wealth and stuff. There's the prankster ghost oh, chick. That's cool. And you know, you you go through your day and stuff like you you visit. You visit, um, and, yep. You visit in the morning. You visit a, a, a room, and you might raise your stats. You have stats and stuff. The cool part of that this game is it's multiplayer. Oh, for a dating sim. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's a, <laughs> that's cool. That's fucking amazing. That's cool. So here's the thing. My feeling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like dating sims, you play you play a dating sim one of two ways. Most people is you're all by yourself with your glass of wine or beer or whatever the hell you're drinking, and you're just in your own private thoughts playing, right? Or you're with your friends cracking the fuck up laughing at, at the dialogue and messing around stuff. So what they did is they turned it into a party game. Um, you, you play with up to four people, and when it's the end of the turn, a turn being morning after, and afternoon, and I think there's another time of day, when you're done with that, um, it'll ask you, do you want to keep the same turn order? Do you want to randomize turn order, or do you want to challenge? Challenge, what that does is it'll ask you a question. It'll ask all, the, all four players a question. Like, I think the one for me was um, uh, name a celebrity. Uh, the developer I was playing with said Miyamoto. I said Keanu Reeves. But once everyone's confirmed they've done it, it asks you a question. Who would you want to lead you in a zombie apocalypse in this case? Ooh, so it asks you the question after you make the choice. Oh, okay. So then the point is you debate amongst yourselves. Like, whoa, man, we're like gonna totally kill these monsters. Nope. Nope. So yeah, so you you, you debate and then whoever wins you chose poorly becomes player one and gets the first choice because the reason you want to be in first place choice is you get the first selection. So once a room is selected in the morning, nobody else can visit that room. Oh. Once uh, a table in the cafeteria has been sat at, nobody else can sit there. Interesting. So it's as dynamic, and the game takes about one to two hours, depending on how enjoyable your party is. But I'm just like, every, I'm just like, I, I don't really super, really play dating games all that much. I, the, the Dream Daddy one I got super into because of the art style, and I was really interested. But otherwise, I don't really play those. I heard multiplayer, and I'm like, I need to, I need this game. I need, uh, yeah. I, like, this just sounds that changes, like, that changes like, like that. just drinking with friends or my wife or people and just like, oh my God, it, it ended up being a lot of freaking fun. Yeah, it seems like, I'm looking at all the, I typed in, I'm looking at it right now in Google or whatnot, and all the, just the concept art, the it's art style really looks, I really like this, I like this, this, and honestly, when you said that, like, multiplayer, now is it like online multiplayer and Local. also, oh, so it, it it's local. See, I'm kind of I'm kind of into that because like we were talking about like so many games to play with on the Switch is great online, but I'm like, oh, could you do local play with certain games? And it's like, nope. And you're like, ah, shit. And that to me just seems like a fucking fun party game now. Yeah. So I believe it is PC only for right now because yeah. it is a smaller studio. But one of the cool things we're talking about it's like, so is it local? Like they do want to explore uh, online multiplayer, but the idea I said, which apparently they were already thinking of, I asked them, I'm like, so. There's only like two button presses in this, A or B. Like, that's mm -hmm. all it is. I'm like, have you thought about Twitch plays? You know, like Twitch plays Pokemon kind of thing, where the audience plays one of the characters and makes right. the choices. And, cool. and they were like, so that's they, cool they are actually exploring logistics. So you could be a party of three, and then you have your audience on Twitch play the fourth character. Oh, that's fucking So you're cool. actually competing yeah, yeah, yeah. with the entire audience where they're all like, you know, they have 
10 seconds or whatever to make a choice what what place they want to go to oh this is and i'm just like holy shit like so it comes out i think the beginning of october so it's pre-halloween i'm like the entire month of october through like thanksgiving this is gonna i have a feeling it's gonna be one of the main twitch games because Uh, it's streaming games this sounds fun yeah this does sound fun Mm -hmm. okay come on let's talk about it what destiny 2 Okay, I, Destiny two. I can't tell you anything about it. I I haven't touched it. Did you play Destiny? Yeah. Yeah. Did you love it? No. But I also stopped playing before Taken King ever came out. So I re- so of my team, I was the person who really enjoyed it. The rest of my team really hated it. The problem is when you give me a multiplayer game and I play it by myself, I'll play it for a long time. You give me a multiplayer game, I play it by myself for a while, and then I start playing with friends. I lose the ability to play by myself. So I started playing with my crew. We started doing let's play stuff. We had we had a lot of fun with it. They just started to really hate it because they just hated the grind. This was like you know, launch yeah, Destiny, oh, yeah, I know. which anyone, even people who are diehard Destiny fans, everyone can agree, launch Destiny was problematic at the best of times. Yeah. So they lost interest, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Now I got no reason to play, so I stopped. Most of them got back in with Taken King and ended up becoming obsessive with it to the point that we had to do what I called the Destiny Appeasement podcast <laughs> a, a little while back just to discuss, too. Um I've heard good things. Brad, the host of our show, Constant Calibrating, he ha- he's finished the- he finished the campaign, I think, in one sitting, pretty much. 20, okay. ho- 20 hours worth of time. Well, right. to be fair, the-, the original campaign for the original one wasn't long either. It was 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there was nothing really to it. So, it- no, it was 20 hours because it- it's... It's an MMO. No, yeah. Even if they don't market it as an MMO, it's an MMO. It's an MMO. Like, it has it has rating, it has grinding, it has all that stuff. So the, the campaign is just one side of things. It's not really what most people are playing. So I, I heard really good things. Um, we nev- Destiny 2 at uh, was not at GameStop Expo and at PAX West. It was at the Paramount Theater, which was... Well, we only found it by accident one day, and we could never figure out where it was again. Everyone kept asking us to... Uh, I guess they had like exclusive emblems or something like that. Mm. Um, but it, it, it was like a 10 minute walk from the convention center and with appointments. There was just no way we were getting over there. Um, I'm probably buying in for the PC version because I have an idea for a new podcast and I've gotten two people who agree to be on it. If the first topic is destiny Two. Okay. So I'll probably be buying in when PC happens. So. Okay. Now, when is it being released for a PC then? Cause He's, obviously uh, it came out for consoles. October right 23rd. Yeah. I okay. want to say, say it's somewhere like a, about that. Well, like I'm already, see, I'm already fucked. Cause I'm buying it. I'll be buying it probably twice because it's like, I love it on the Xbox, which I originally got it for. And then my brother plays on PlayStation four. So mm-hmm. I'll probably be buying a copy of that on the PlayStation 4 at some point, but I think I'm going to get it for Xbox, but I haven't, I have, I even, I haven't picked it up yet. Did you get it? Okay. See, that's what worried me last night. Cause you were, I know. Saying, you know, what's so funny. So, okay. Steve, have you heard of the app Marco Polo? Yeah. 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 Um, so, I used to have a friend who used to work on the tech team for it. Oh, weird. Damn. So we use Marco Polo. That's what we do. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> last night we were like chilling and I threw on, I threw on Twitch and I was watching Destiny 2 streams, and Megan was like, this is fucking Space Halo. Yep. And I was like, well, Halo's in space, though. So, like, space, like Halo is Space Halo. It's even she, spacier Halo. And she was like, no, but, like, this is Space Halo. Like, Halo's Halo, and this is Space Halo. And I was like... No, like, <laughs> I'm yeah. all practical. I'm like, no, Halo is in space. Yeah, Halo's this in space. Like... Destiny's in space. But, you know, kudos to her. Did she know they were by the same people? <laughs> no. Oh. No. Um, 
So <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Well, I was like, no, she does not. But then she was like, so Call of Duty is like Earth Halo. <laughs> That's my favorite. And I was like, I was like, okay, okay. And then I started picking up on what she was going with, and I was like, all right, so Call of Duty is Earth Halo. <laughs> Halo is Space Halo, and then Destiny, Destiny is Deep Space, Space Halo. Halo. <laughs> And that's what I sent over. And I told her, I was like, Steve's going to write back and be like, did you buy Halo? Oh, no. Did you buy Destiny 2? And I was like, I guarantee you he's going to be like, did you buy it? Because I haven't bought it yet. Did you buy it? And what did you fucking do? You were like, I don't know what's happening right now, but did you buy Destiny 2? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can fucking play that shit. No, you can. You can. And I'm not denying it. I feel like I should. I'm not denying it. Do you have the – do you need the – I think I have the adapter. Okay. If you don't have the adapter, let Jeez. me know. We'll I want to prove a point. I I like how he's trying to prove a point, but, but I'm you're like, not even denying. But I'm agreeing with him. This is my favorite part of it. It's all like I'm like, no, I guarantee I said that because I want to make sure I buy. If people are gonna buy the game, I'll buy it and play with them because it's like you. Yeah, I played. I beat Destiny by myself, the first one before the DLCs came out, because yeah. no one really picked it up. And then it's like Matthew, I think, jumped on with Taken King, and then him and I started playing together. But then it's like, yeah, it's fun to jump into Destiny and do a couple of things. But like when you start playing with your friends and jumping in, it, it's a blasty blast. So blasty blast. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm not denying your claims. I'm I'm agreeing with you. But if you want to prove your point, you can. I do. What did I do it on? Did it on the SAS? Yeah, you did it on the SAS. Here we go. So Call of Duty is Earth Halo. <laughs> Destiny is Space Halo. Destiny is Deep Space Halo. And Halo is Space Halo. Earth Halo, Call of Duty, Space Halo, Halo. Deep Space Halo, Destiny, Megan. How did this all come about? I'm, did, did you download Destiny 2? Because I haven't done it yet. I want to, but I haven't done it. I gotta go make a stop, Matthew, because I left something in the car. Popcorn. That's a gift for you. This would be a line of layers. That's, a, that's how we talk. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 that's most of our conversations. Um, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know on. what's going on. Did you get, did you get <laughs> did Destiny? You, did you get it? Because I didn't get it. I didn't it. get it yet. Did you? I know exactly how that went. Okay, you also have to remember, I just got back from seeing it twice yeah. for the second time, and I was really centered. <laughs> twice for the second time? So you saw it four times? I saw it 8,000 times, man. Because <laughs> I'm like, I was having an out-of-body experience, and then he was having an out-of-body experience, and it just escalated from there, brah. Hiya, Georgie. Hiya, Georgie. Um, shit. Anyways, Destiny 2, I'm probably going to buy it this weekend. Yeah. I'm probably um, going to buy it tonight. I'm probably going to play it tonight. Oh, now I'm torn. Mm, Destiny 2 like net. or Firewatch. Oh, that's a big jump, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's very like, different experience. You're going to spend 20 bucks or you're going to spend 60 plus bucks? <laughs> I'm just going to spend 80 and only play one. <laughs> I wonder if I could do. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if I could set up my shit so you can play it for free. It might be. Maybe we should talk off the show. <laughs> oh yeah, like Microsoft's like, oh fuck this show. I you never know. They fucking might. Doesn't matter. We run off a of Max, bitches. Don't tell. We all run off a of Max, so you can do whatever you want. You Stop. have a fucking. Stop looking at it. 
<laughs> you got Eba, dude. Yeah, I know. Eba. Eba. Eva. Eva. Wait, is Eva? No, I'm a Wally. You're an Eva. Wow. Wally. No. Yeah, Wally's like the low end models and stuff of like that. I would assume an Eva is like uh, you know, the higher, like better. Hey. Uh, Eva is pretty foxy for Eva. No, I'm not I'm compared not, to Wally. I'm not. That's. Oh, we're not talking about that. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm saying like the 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 Macs are better looking than the PCs. So, oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. my shit's slow, dude. My shit's so slow. I'm okay, Matthew. I'm pretty sure my computer's newer than yours, and mine is slower than yours. Wow. <laughs> we're just ballers on a budget, dude. Yeah, that's the story. That's my that's my graphic novel. Because it will be graphic. Well, I'll watch it. But uh, <laughs> as you can tell. Uh, we've, um, yeah, we're doing great. I'm, I'm ordering my dinner right now. So. Oh, you're good. I was just about to ask, uh, if there was any what more things. What app are you using? Um, I'm just going to Tokyo Joe's, so I'm going through there. Oh, what'd app. you get? Uh, I'm going to get a bento box. That's my jam, dude. What do you get on the bento box? Uh, let's see, white chicken, teriyaki sauce. Standard. Uh, the, uh, what is it called? The Sonomino, uh, the cucumber salad. Ooh, I do not get that. It's good. It's very good. Keep yeah. on going. Uh, and then uh, I think it's uh, California roll. Mm. Nice. I'm white chicken, teriyaki sauce, brown rice, Ooh. edamame, spicy tuna. Okay. Mm, mm. That's my box. Ooh. Ooh, spicy tuna. I got that card in my wallet and shit, dude. I get my fucking points. I have never even heard about what you guys. Are I like Tokyo about. Joe's. It's 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 just a it's not really a fast food place. It's kind of like a payway level thing. Oh, okay. I, I'd say slightly higher than that. Quality of food's pretty decent. They opened the one up like right by my house. Oh, perfect. So it's a, it's a desperation kind of. We have nothing else to do for the night. Fuck it. Let's just go get that kind of thing. Hey, man. I like it. Sounds uh, good. Be a Joe's addict, dude. Get yeah. those points. Oh no, we are. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, dude. I've literally, I'm literally, I'm, I have there's the Tokyo. My, jo- there's one the to- by my work. I have the Tokyo Joe's app on my phone. Like I obviously. Oh, <laughs> oh he knows. I, I know. I don't know about well, the app. When we were coming back, <laughs> you didn't know about. The I app. did not know about the app. But when you know what? You learned something. When we were coming back from the GameStop Expo, I'm trying to figure out. Like I'm really hungry. What do I want for food? And I'm like, we're 45 minutes away, roughly, according to Google Maps. And I just handed my phone to Justin in the car. I'm like, okay, can you open this app and order us food for the, for pickup in 45 minutes? And that's like, yeah, it, it, that's awesome. It was one of those ridiculous, stupid things. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, da, 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 da. But I was about to ask, uh, bringing it back down to uh, video games and everything. That is there anything else that stand out that you're kind of like you're Have looking you forward to? Splatoon 2. No, I have not. I've never played yeah. Splatoon one. Me neither. Yeah, I was asking about dude, that. Dude, I was like, I was trying to dropping help. them a line the other day. I was like, dude, like, should I get this? Like, but I didn't get it. We literally just had this conversation right before, like, before the show started. It looks good. It looks enjoyable. It just doesn't look like it's for me. Um, I just don't know if it's for me or not. I've never played it. it yeah, that's like I'm like the only. Person... I can either be like, oh my god, I fucking love this, or I could be like, oh shit, well that I was just, that. Yeah, GameStop will take it back for twenty bucks. Well, that much. Uh, no, that's uh, that's, that's over. That's over exaggerating. So yeah, no, I, so I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? What would be my final game? Me, gonna... I'm like, I'm like, just trying to search mentally through. We played. So okay, just put in for reference. Um, we had, I believe, scheduled about 18 appointments to cover about 25 games. We ended up playing 46 games. Oh shit! At PAX okay. West. Um. Okay, actually, maybe I uh, maybe I can. I'm gonna throw out a question. Maybe it might help. Uh, okay. okay, what maybe would be your top pick 
for PC, top pick for Xbox, top pick for PlayStation, top pick for Switch. Well, I'm going to assume Switch is probably Mario Odyssey. Cause... So if we're combining both events, then Mario Odyssey would be the Switch one. Um, otherwise, it would be Battleship Brigade, if okay. we're just talking purely oh, pack that's right, yeah. Um, if we're doing PC... Oh, I'm looking. For, I'm like I'm trying to mentally walk around right now. No, you're good. Uh, let's see here. I wanted to challenge you. PC, I would lean towards Monster Prom for just like the uniqueness of it. Um, otherwise, there's an upcoming game called I want to say Phantom Brigade. Um, that does sound familiar. It is an independent game. Um, do you ever play Square Enix's game? I believe it's like Frontline or something like that. So it's a mech game, except imagine mechs with XCOM combined oh, into it okay. So, okay okay cool. um you can upgrade the mechs and you upgrade your pilots so your pilots level up oh. um the mechs get upgraded the pilots can die the mechs can be destroyed um you have an option like when you kill a, an enemy mech do you outright destroy it um or do you salvage it essentially oh. so if you salvage it you can actually get parts and upgrade your own mechs when you kill people in the game they can one actually it's like the nemesis system in the shadows of mordor they may not actually die and they might come back or years later their children will come back or their brother will come back or their wife will come back to avenge them oh so it's shit. a lot of emergent storytelling and stuff like that so that was a really unique unique interesting experience to to For kind sure. of check out i love that kind of style and yeah it, and x it, there's not enough mech games anymore so x come with upgradable mechs just like right there i was sold uh let's see here let's see you said xbox or playstation as well i don't think i played a single game on xbox or playstation actually. no no you're good i was just no like i'm, I'm trying to th i'm trying to think like what i played on those systems are games i would get on pc personally um i i think i would yeah i would, I would definitely lean that way um so let me just think, try to think if i could think of one other really cool killer game okay i got one for you okay uh frostpunk so, are you either either one of you guys into at all city builder style games? Yes. Yeah. So, Eleven Bit Studios made a game a couple of years ago called uh, This War of Mine. This War of Mine was kind of wasn't a city builder. This one, this was a kind of that Fallout Shelter Antel game, except this is before Fallout Shelter okay. came out, um, where you're kind of like looking at the side view. Uh, it was about a po like war is done. Um, it's and it's a realistic take on like kind of Eastern European war fair. Uh, you're in this run down place just trying to survive three randomly generated characters they have all their different stats uh you go into the world to, to explore all this kind of stuff but what it did was the game had like a despair meter so um they don't just have like uh hunger and stuff like that like they do if they do bad acts they actually can enter a depression and they oh. become unplayable characters to the point that they might blow their brains out oh shit like okay. i think so like i sent the guy off to uh check out a building an old man ended up pulling a gun on him and playing the character i'm like i went to defend myself Turned out it was just a guy trying to defend his sick wife. And my character went into such a deep depression that he just became unplayable until he starved to death. Oh, wow. So it was a very, very, very dark game. Um, so Frostpunk is 19th century, uh, so the late 1800s. A cataclysmic thing hits the world, um, and a gigantic engine generator is built in this uh, in this crater to put out heat and it's a city builder thing so it's circular building so you actually build out in a circle around from your base thing okay in a grid kind of thing uh and you're exploring and uh you can put down uh for, for starters you start out you can the only wood you can get is from harvesting from crates that are just dispersed or you can uh go down the tech tree once you build uh, i forget what the building's called some engineering building i think a uh, workshop 
once you build that, you can start going down the tech tree kind of thing. And one that's okay. like a sawmill that allows you to actually harvest the frozen trees. Oh. Um, and one of the really unique hooks of this game is it has a law system. You you can ignore the legal system completely and utterly. I believe it's completely ignorable, but the game has a hope and despair meter. Your hope gets too low, people revolt. Your despair gets too high, people revolt. The legal system going down it. Uh, one of the choices you can make is do you build a shelter for children so that they can escape the war? It'll raise hope and lower despair or child labor. Uh, well, I just pulled up a photo. Yep. And uh, the main caption on the photo is children injured in work accidents. So yep. you, obviously there's a scenario and you have to choose which way you want to go. Oh, shit. Random scenarios will pop up that you could get yeah. to make choices and stuff like that. But like one of the laws is, yeah, uh, do you send build a shelter or do you uh, put them to work? All the laws also have their next level of them. So, like the putting them to work. This looks super. They're 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 safe. They're working safer jobs, kind of thing. Okay, well, I want them to actually work harder jobs. So you can actually then enact a different law, you know, further raising despair and lowering hope. But it's not all binary choices. There's like another path you could take where, uh, with with food related stuff, do you give give the people soup, or do you put sawdust into their food? To make food last longer. Either way, it raises despair and lowers hope because nobody wants to be eating exclusively right. soup, but also nobody wants to eat fucking sawdust yeah. in their food. So like, it, it, I, I like the fact that it's set in this fucking Arctic tundra, like yep. life and death scenarios and shit. That's so that's the thing. It's that's a, a new city challenge. builder with survival elements. Yeah, There's been a, a few challenge. games that have done like Banished was a game a while back that that did that kind of thing. But this is just really neat. My favorite thing is is actually one of my favorite things is the fact that it's on the circular grid. A lot of games have tried that, but one of the problems they do is like the SimCity thing is once you put down a building, well, fuck, I need to put roads down. Well, oh, I'm screwed. Yeah. This game, uh, well, roads for starters are just trenches. That's all okay. it is. It's just an easier like dugout trench to get from places. But what I really loved about it is like, ah, oh, shit, I already built like the full circle ring. And the guy's like, oh, don't worry about it. I dragged the road, and what it did is it just moved the buildings apart. Oh, nice. So it's like the game actually compensates okay. for the fact that you have to keep building and you have to keep doing something. Okay, so that it's not going to penalize you like, oh, I gonna... need to put this down, but I don't have a fucking road to get to it. So, oh, you, that's cool. so, so you destroy a, a section of housing and then shit, well, now I don't have the wood to rebuild the housing. E exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like this. Okay, so that's what – so, Yeah. PC. PC. Yeah, PC. Yeah, I mean, but, like most of these things. Honestly, yeah, sure. honestly, hearing about this, I'm not. So, I wouldn't be surprised if this is on the Switch in a, like a year or a year and a half from uh, whenever the, it comes, the, the play, PC comes out. The play style of it could it could work for the Switch. I actually wouldn't be surprised if they can if they can make it work for yeah. a controller kind of thing. I will say, at a, originally I typed in false punk because I thought I heard false punk from yeah. you. Well, most people do not hear Frost Punk. When I say it, everyone hears like Frost Dunk and stuff like that. Oh, oh I heard Punk right. I but then I heard, yeah, I was like Frozen Punk. Okay, got it. Granted, False Punk is actually a band. Oh, shit. <laughs> From Orlando, Florida. Damn. Their last release was in 2015. I kind of want to check this out. Their their title track off the self-titled cassette is called Spitface. <laughs> Spitface? So I kind of want to hear this. I'll tell you what. How about we leave, we'll, we'll, do our, we'll do our outro because we're wrapping up the show and oh, everything cool. right now. And we can use that as the as the outro song after our, our That's normal fine. outro I song. I just have no idea what this is going to oh, sound no, like. Oh, no. I'm... I want to take the journey. Kind of cool. Well, all I'm saying is, you know, you guys, you know, not necessarily PC people, but we're going to start doing some Let's Watches and stuff like that. A game, even even a city builder could work for that kind of thing. Come over, join our studio, and play some games. Oh. I do I do feel like we need to talk off air. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we need it. <laughs> um, yes. 
good. But yeah, so I want to thank uh, Josh for coming on the show tonight. Thank and you, buddy. Like that. Good to um, you, man. Of course, as always, Josh. No, if people I, mean, are... I was gonna say thank thank my wife for going out of town and my, my in laws <laughs> for watching my kids tonight, so I can actually come over on a fucking Friday. Friends, yeah, <laughs> Friends of the Friends show. Of the show. Uh, Josh, if you have anything that's upcoming or anything you like to plug, and or if people are looking for you on the interwebs, where can they find you? So constantcalibring.com. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna be updating the site soon. I think I finally found a web developer who can actually help me kind of execute my vision because our site sucks. I'm just gonna say straight up, it's not a good website. It's got some issues. Um, but there, uh, twitch.tv slash constant calibrating. We are Twitch affiliates. Uh, we do our weekly main podcast, constant calibrating podcast, Monday nights live, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Nice. I do, the, as I mentioned earlier, the mental health breakdown Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then right now, trying to still nail down the actual streaming schedule of stuff, trying to figure that out. But, uh, we've been doing a lot of fun stuff with that and we just haven't fully announced it yet, but we kind of, we kind of announced, uh, the featured personality program where we're doing so we're starting to bring some other streamers and stuff cool, uh, cool. To, to join us it's really mostly just the people who've already fucking come on the podcast and it's like okay well you already come on the podcast i'm gonna start promoting your stuff that's for really sure. it, was, it was really just a way for me to convince them to start telling you when they're fucking streaming so i can actually promote them i oh, that's, um, that's cool. i enjoy that and i like that twitch does that now because i'll log on and i'll see you know like we were talking about earlier, like shout out to Kira Corellia. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be on there and she's hosting a site. So like her channel's live, but I get to see this person that she, you know, is like, Hey, check this person out. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's super cool. So absolutely. Hey, constant calibrating friends of the show. Yeah, Come on people. Of the show. So, uh, and then the other thing I say is I will also work with, uh, stream Arizona. I'm actually, one thing yes. I'm trying to get to right now is they're doing a part. If, if you are listening to this right now and you are in, uh, the East Valley area, of Arizona, go to uh, the grid tonight. I think till 2 a.m. Uh, grid, baby. Uh, grid. It's like five dollar cover. Normally, if you're actually part of Stream Arizona, you had to be a part of it by 8 a.m. But if you're part of it, it's it was two dollar cover. Oh, so for, fu- for so for future events, it's a good thing. To I'll know. even put it this way: even five dollars for a cover charge, that's not bad. No, yeah. it's and not. the grid, you get to go play games and shit. Yeah, grid's a pretty awesome place. Uh, I I've really not been enjoy. There yet. I really recommend. It's like it's uh, Mesa, so it's not too far. Um. But yeah, doing stuff with Stream Arizona. Uh, if you are a streamer or person listening out there, whenever you're listening to this, uh, look us up. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. We're actually expanding pretty rapidly. We are the, as I kept saying at PAX when I was shouting stuff out, we are the largest and fastest growing streaming group in Arizona. Oh, boom. So three hundred, I think 300 plus Twitch uh, stream team members. That's fucking solid. So, you know, good plug there. It's uh, kind of trying to, trying to pretty much turn constant calibrating and that into my two day jobs, if I can help it by... Uh, Hopefully 2018 kind of thing, but uh, wait, it's, like, it's 2017. It's 2017. Okay, thank. I that, couldn't that, remember. That, that's the dream. <laughs> Doc Brown didn't come by and tell me anything. Rudy. <sighs> <sighs> so yeah, that, that's the end of my shout out stuff. Uh, and you can find me personally on. I'm very pretty heavy uh, active on Twitter these days at Bear Punch. Yeah, definitely check that uh, all of uh, Josh's stuff and everything like that because uh, he's got some good shit, man. He really does. Oh, you don't even know the half of that. I'm just going to say right now, just with the, so we have some guests coming on that are surprising the shit out of me at this point for some shows, so I'm getting really Ooh, excited. Ooh, I like this. We put a little, we put a little, we're going to put a little spoiler in that, so you have to go check out mm-hmm. Constantly Calibrating now to find out who those guests are got and some, like that. Got some good stuff coming up, and then uh, 
and I'll convince Chris Avalon to come back because I convince him to come back every year for some reason. One of the greatest writers in video game history likes me, and I'll never understand why. Hey, just take it as a gift and just go with it. Man. Oh, I do, I do, sir, I do. But uh, I want to thank I want to thank everyone for listening with us tonight. And of course, you know where to find Matthew and I and everybody else on the Four Eye Radio <laughs> Network. And I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of Socially Awkward. So until next time. You better tap that sass. That's right. I'm totally making a weather machine. That's why we have hurricanes. Er- Eric has a lot of sass t-shirts because he's a sexy little sasquatch. He's a sexy little sasquatch. He's the best sasquatch ever. Cut us off. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Mm-mm. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.